Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Ah, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Two Cold Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the WrestleCast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Two Cold, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. This is WrestleCast Radio. Fucking time, Russ Cass. What did he say? <laughs> Man, all I could think of was UT moving his arm down like a waterfall because UT just kills it. All, all I can think about is the uh, the dark side of Ryan we just experienced with that. A, it was like a dark Fonz, Fonzie, <laughs> or like a hobo Fonzie. <laughs> I got I got to give a shout out to my boy my my boy Ho Loon, who's like and when uh, Jay's like it's been like we and it's been an eternity since we've been together. He's like yes, we missed the whole King of Gate. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what is the finals? And he's like, yes, it's the finals. <laughs> so, I was like, oh god, I'm so happy that we get a little Ho Loon King of Gate. Uh, it looks like it's about two hours. It's two hours and forty minutes. Yeah, I, intro, I did a like preview, and I was fast-forwarding. I was like, okay, 10 minutes, still nothing. 15 minutes. It was like 48 minutes. All right, I can watch this whole show. Which yeah, we'll get the preview, Which we'll get the well, final night uh, next week uh, after we have a bevy of shows to also talk about. But we are going to break down everything leading up to the final night. That was earlier on today. I'm, I'm excited. uh and they have it blocked up so perfectly too. I'm like, man, I might, I might have, I should have went to Vegas if Dragon Gate allowed it. Do they have Dragon Gate gambling? Probably not, but I can pretend, right? I mean, maybe what if about I that go Las like, Vegas fight shop that sells all that cool merch? There we go. I should have went there. Look, what do you give me with a parlay? If I can give you all four block winners, <laughs> there's got to be some underground puro betting. <laughs> the the two finals and the winner. 
And, and, yeah. and if they would have said, okay, I would have lost a little money because my Ben K pick wouldn't have happened due to the fact that, you know, COVID. Uh, so I think that would have made that a point. Oh, but COVID. I, I, COVID. Got, I got Yamato, I got SBK, and I got uh, KZ, and I had KZ winning the Battle Royal, losing to SBK at the end. That's exactly how it went down. Wow. Doing K- it's KZ, SB Kento, and the openers, Minora, Yamato. I got Yamato and KZ in the finals. They paired it off where it can happen that way. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I might have thrown the parlay here, ladies and gentlemen. The problem <laughs> is, I haven't figured out who I think was going to win out of KZ and Yamato. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I mean, it's the hair versus the push. Or I should say <laughs> the hair versus the natural vibes. Because <laughs> I, so, you know, kind of just jumping right into that King of Game. My, my thought is that Yamato's not going to lose the Kota Menorah. You know, no. Menorah, really? Menorah was, I think Menorah just, they needed to put somebody in there. So they said, why not push a masquerade guy? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it is the hottest new, uh, you know, faction out there. New action. <laughs> and, and with SB Kento beating KZ to win the block, doesn't it mm-hmm. just feel like KZ's getting his win back? Oh, for sure. It seems like, you know, kind of it's every year of King of Gate, it's always getting a win back, uh, you know, either from the tournament or, of you know, a week or so out prior to the tournament. So, yeah, I, I think it's something that uh, we could probably put it in the bank. So now that just lines up with me where I'm going, dang. I, I've been saying forever that I feel like uh, – I feel like it's Yamato's turn to finally get the title back for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I just, I mean, KZ, I just, I feel like at some point they're going to go, all right, now we're doing it. Let's do it. Um, I mean, it, it could be his time. I mean, I, I wouldn't be against it. Like I said, it's the, the Bray Wyatt syndrome where on a yearly basis, they get like a 60 to 75 day, you know, run where you're like, okay, they're doing something finally. Is he going to finally, you know, go to the, the, the top of the summit, if you will. And uh, I believe, you know, it's, it's something that can be achieved. It's not, you know, something fresh per se, but natural vibes are so over. I, I think it works. And, and he's been showing a little bit more explosiveness in his matches, especially during uh, King of Gates. But, you know, even, you know, Dead or Alive and, and a, you know, a few of the other events in 2021 so far. So I'm, I'm all aboard the KZ train. You know, get me hyped. I'll learn the dance moves. And then we'll, uh, we'll TikTok that ish, Ryan, next time. I oh, down. man. Are we, are we going to turn into a, 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 a funky podcast? Like funky, funky Jimmy Kamado. What's his name? Funky, uh, funky uh, Takedo Kamado's new gimmick. Funky Willie. I can't remember what it is. Uh, it was, I laughed so hard. I was like, that's so tight. Funky Jackie Kamado. That's what they're calling him. Oh yes, yes. Let's go. We're gonna we're we're gonna be as excited as UT when he got allowed in the group when he won the dance competition. <laughs> and he shows it every time. Well, he's so you gotta love it. I, I will never forget when Ultimo Dragon walked out in the crowd, which is, you know, clap crowd, they don't talk, was like, oh, and he's like, no, I just want to watch uh, Jimmy Condor or whatever, make a fool of himself. It's like, I'm not out here to dance. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, he will dance. And he will dance <laughs> just fine. 
Way better than me, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm I am all aboard the the natural vibes. So we'll see. I don't know, but <sighs> do they? I, think, I mean, depending on you know, again, I mean, both guys, Yamato and KZ, gotta have the representation during ringside. I mean, do you think this is something? I'm not saying to go, you know, naturally hashtag heel or anything, but do we see, you know, kind of a difference? And and maybe that's a way to finally get KZ that push where you know maybe Genki. Let's a band from about 80 feet slide and, and hit, you know, Yamato <laughs> or let alone in the finals. I, I still think it's some, you know, I, I still, I still thought about having, having KZ go heel. That's what they needed. I kept thinking eventually they would turn on Ata and then KZ yeah. would take over the group and that's how he would go heel. And I thought he was just going to turn on, you know, we, we speculated. <laughs> you were way off. Jimmy. Like I was off on Eo Watanabe this, uh, <laughs> King of Gage. Well, I mean, we, we thought there was no possible way that KZ wasn't going to turn on Genki and Susumu yeah. when, uh, when they went for those titles. Then they win the titles instead. It was like, oh, never mind. And I, I still think in the back of their head, they know Kickboy is a, a star, and yeah. they don't really need anyone to take because Kickboy, you know, he's cutting all the promos now. I mean, he's he's so over that it, it works. Um, so maybe they, maybe it was never a thought. Maybe they're like, ah, we're we're just gonna wait on it. But I don't know. I I think tying in. You know, I'm gonna go. KZ's gonna win. I'm taking KZ as winning King of Games. Or he okay. won King of Gate, we just don't know yet. And I say hmm. that because if you remember last year at um, Kobe World, I think it was last year at Kobe World, or two years ago, regardless, was that Shin Skywalker match where he beat KZ. Mm-hmm. That, like, yes, 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 banger, yes. Yep, what I that. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. This, I think this is KZ getting his win back. Huh. Okay. I'm going KZ, and I'm going KZ is going to beat Skywalker. Man, they Skywalker you've been control. waiting for this, Ryan. You have <laughs> been waiting. And then, and then once that happens, Alex, I'm going to jump. <laughs> Shall we I'm going all in on it, man. I don't know why I'm so loud. <laughs> oh, all in. I think every episode we we just go on like memory row of all in when we were on podcast row. <laughs> kidding, kidding. That's a different song. I I will I will never forget my I am a little child uh, moments that I <laughs> haven't never had in my life uh, uh, until that point really until I heard Daryl 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 Alpha Okada comes out through the curtain and I'm standing on two chairs on the seat of one and on the back of the other screaming rainmaker. That was was like my moment. That was like, I've seen it. I've seen everything I need to. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. And and the, uh, the pop when Cody one was remarkable. Again, the energy in that building where it sounded like that same energy that we experienced back, uh, gosh, three years ago already. Uh, coming up here, um, you know, at the at Daly's place, where the crowd made that event so much, so more electric 
where, you know, the matches, you know, I'd say this was a, a rather enjoyable show from AEW there, but of course had some faults as well, which we'll get into, but man, it felt good to see, you know, the crowds again, to, to hear them and man, it, it felt good to kind of hear their distastes or distaste on, on certain spots as well. But, uh, you know, but we've, we've been experiencing those in, in, in Puro, especially with Dragon mm-hmm. Gate, even, you know, with a few people here and there, you know, they, they have, you know, a, a great loud fan base, uh, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is, is wonderful. And that, that has helped them uh, within the last year and, and a couple of months. So it's, it's been a wonderful, uh, you know, to, to see this coming stateside, but again, you know, fans of Piro have, re- you know, have noticed, you know, within the last year, we've been fortunate to, you know, kind of still experience it, even in clap form. Yeah, yeah. And, that, that, and, and that's one of those things, too. Like, I, I remember texting our, our group chat last week, and I think it was, I was watching these two random indie shows. Um, I don't even, I, I couldn't even tell you what they even were, but it was, I was watching on one of our, um, one of our fun uh, sites that uh, I will not name, uh, due to reasons I don't want it to go away. Uh, yeah. wa- watching it on one of those, and like the baby face comes out, and the crowd is so jacked that he's going to be able, he's going to finally shut this guy up. I don't even remember who these people were. And they're like, I mean, he's high fiving people and they're cheering again. And I was like, man, this, it's, we got wrestling again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, this is, this is fantastic. Oh, I was so excited watching that. <laughs> And it, you know, oh my gosh! But but that was do you do you I, and I ask you this. Sorry, I'm, I'm tweeting. We haven't tweeted in a while. But you can follow us again. We promise to get better every other week. We get great for like three <laughs> weeks. But hey, we're getting back on board here at Strong Style Media, of course, WrestleCast Radio. But again, follow us on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSN. The um uh, the one thing I was gonna say too was I don't I, I like I said I ask you this I think every week but. Did you watch uh, Dark Elevation this week? I have not, but I hear from the mouth of uh, not the con man from Connecticut, but the con (laughs) man from Jacksonville, or shall I say Champaign, Illinois, shout out, only a few hours for me. Partied. We. What's crazy, Ryan, is I'm pretty sure I have been to a party with Tody Khan as I've been to the U of I quite a few times and it seems to be around that time frame as well which is bonkers That's so funny but the con man from jacksonville but uh, uh no but i hear he it was supposed to be a hell of a show and a change of the guard if you will i like i i truly think that like it's it's it, it might be my favorite weekly show. Like as crazy nice. as that is, I, nice. I just I, I'm Not so entertained by it. Because you get to see newer talents. Yep. You get to see them grow and mature. Hopefully, you know, or or other you know aspects of, of it. It's it's just so fun watching watching enhancement matches again. Mm-hmm. Like I like I like watching job matches. I can't lie. Like it it just entertains me and. You know, I'm watching uh, the, the last week, um, or Elevation was recorded before um, Dynamite, or before, it, it was recorded the Friday before Double or Nothing. So, it's at night, and the crowd, like, this was the first full crowd. So, the, this was their, 
first real full crowd was this show, not um, not uh, um, Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jungle Boy is in the first match, and the crowd is like unbelievable. It's like you could tell they loaded five thousand people into the place for the first time ever, and people have never like have, are never experiencing this after never seeing it again, and like. Jungle Boy like started like tearing up. He was like, "Oh my god! Like wow. I can't believe this! I can't like I can't believe this this energy." So I mean, that whole night was just great. And then you know, then they they filmed um, nor- the normal dark the next night um, during that fan fest, and then uh, did it during fan fest. That's cool. Yep, so was that then, during the day then? Uh, yeah, that was a daytime one. I was nice, I was nice. like, "Dang!" Now I kind of wish I would have knew about this because. If I could have got, I mean, we could have gotten the weekend off and like actually planned ahead. We could have seen Elevation, Dark, and Double or Nothing. And I then didn't see Kenny Omega get interviewed for you know whatever time frame, but I think that would have been interesting. Kayfabe or no, no kayfabe, but you know, I, I think that would have been pretty cool to see that. Yeah, I was so I was like, man, this this is fantastic. I was I was all in on that. So that was that was a lot of fun getting to see. If they weren't like two and a half hours in like 19 matches and I get it. And I love how they are getting their talent out there, especially their, you know, the newer talent. Yes, they could be doing it for years, but you know, on the independent scene, but you got to realize, you know, at least they were given a platform during a time where a lot of independent wrestlers were, you know, it was stripped away, you know, last year. So I think this has, you know, been great. And, you know, a better way to also, you know, learn the TV camera tricks, but also have the emphasis on wrestling. Well, and the the show is like, um, like let's let me let me as an example here. Let's pull up. Uh, let's pull up. Um, but with the news of you know Rampage, you know, I, I don't think we discussed AEW is going to be moving to TBS. You know, next year. Uh, they have a new show, AEW Rampage, I believe, on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Um, I don't know if that's a good sign, uh, barring the ratings from the Friday night's episode uh, lead-up to Double or Nothing. Uh, I believe it was about a little over 500,000, I believe, yeah. also the lowest. Uh, but again, Friday night, 9 p.m., NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, you know, multiple games at a time. Memorial weekend, it was seen Memorial Day weekend, you know, so and everything has been, you know, slowly opening up within the last month and people are venturing out more, you know, vaccinations or or no, uh, which my second one will be coming up here pretty soon. But um, oh, I didn't know you got it. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I got it last week. uh, Did not experience anything. So, uh, but the second one was scheduled. for the weekend that we're taking the little one to uh, Itasca for a camping and pontoon trip. But um, uh, I think I, I'm able to schedule it a week later and have no effects. So, oh, there you, you go. Know. So I'm like, ah, I'll do that. I was well, going to cool. do it, but I was just like, eh. Also, this sure. just in, Mr. Kennedy released. From from where? <laughs> No, it's just from a, <laughs> I'm just kidding. a botch site that I love. <laughs> That's yeah, just supposed, like, Mr. Kennedy. Like dark like, and uh, like dark and dark elevation. They go. I mean, aside from this last one, I think it's because they had that crowd finally. But yeah. the normal dark goes about an hour. Um, oh, dark dark elevation. 
Dark Elevation goes a little bit more, you know, that usually goes between an hour and a half and two hours, but normal dark is, is not as long. But oh, I never when, when you watch that. these shows, they, they give you about 12 matches inside of these shows, but they're all under seven minutes. Okay. So they're just quick, fun. Like, like I said, uh, you know, a couple months it's ago. still giving them more time than the enhancement matches that the E usually gives or the pen yeah. back in the day. So, I mean, again, at least they're almost doubling what they would have been doing, you know, uh, NXT or in the E. When, and they're, they're letting their people basically be developmental, but mm-hmm. do it in front of a live audience and in front of being filmed and, and it's the own situation. Yeah. And it, that's why they, they're making strikes. Like, it's you easier know, to I, make it a connection to to the fans, you know, good or bad there. And, and it's a good way to uh, what, what's the term uh, that Cody Rhodes used uh, test sample test group, <laughs> you know, or, or whatnot. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's definitely the best way, especially, you know, with them, you know, going on tour, you know, wrestling going on tour, the world going on tour. So I'm, you know, it's, it's great for them, you know, a, a bigger platform too than, you know, unfortunately, I, I'm not begging on independent shows because, you know, they have been growing in a mass popularity uh, over the last few years, especially, you know, with the sudden, you know, implosion of talents uh, mm-hmm. we'll get into later. But, uh, no, I, I think it's, it's it's a wonderful platform. And when they bring guys in like uh, Daniel Garcia, the Santa from, you know, GCW, yeah. you know, yeah, that last man, string of shows. A couple weeks ago. That I did watch there, that one. I made sure about, to watch that. Oh, why can't I? Why is his name flipping my head that he wrestled? Not JD Drake. Wasn't no. it Janela? Oh, man. I'm going to cage match it because this is going to drive me nuts. I remember, you know, I'm, now that you mentioned it, I remember I was going to be like, dude, that Daniel Garcia dude I was talking about was, is, it was on <laughs> AEW. <laughs> yeah. That's, no, I saw um, his name and I was like, oh, I got to check this guy out because it's since yeah, I he, missed his, you know, GCW performances. 22 years old. He, he, um, oh wow. yeah, it was the Janela one. Uh, the one yeah. I was thinking of was the one from uh, Elevation number eleven on the third uh, that happened the follow or the following week against uh, Swagger. Uh, what's his name? Swaggy Lee Johnson or Shoddy? Mm-hmm. Shoddy Lee Johnson. Shoddy Lee. Oh, that dude, Shoddy that's Lee. another guy. Like I've become a huge fan of from watching him on Dark. They're, they're making all these, I mean, you know, I guess it's a good way to transition into, into double or nothing. Uh, as much as this is probably my least favorite match, not counting the Battle Royal, because Battle Royals are just whatever. Although, mm-hmm. the end of that Battle Royal was flipping great. Um, what the, the, uh, the wonderful uh, Ninja Gymnastics by one WrestleCast radio favorites and <laughs> supporter, Leo Rush. <laughs> well, and the fact that... Uh, you know, they, they got gotcha. you. They got everybody because everyone mm-hmm. thought, you know, it was obvious he was going to win. And then he literally goes to the end and doesn't win. Like, he was the first guy in right the Rumble. Away. What's that? I said he was thrown out right away. He got his ish in and, you know, set up, you know, some – he planted some seeds, you know, with a, it seems like, a rivalry with the Matt Hardy office, which might be one of the worst faction names. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's got to be a rib, right? It, oh yeah, it has. It's, or it's, it's dumb. Um, no, I was they talking about named it Matt Hardy faction. That's awesome. <laughs> office. Uh, I was. I instantly thought Christian Cage is winning this thing. Yeah, I thought there was no I mean, way he was gone for most of it, so he was healthy enough. 
and and like he was the first guy in the ring. He's in the final two. I was like, oh yeah, he's winning. And then they swerved you with the different finish. And I was like, that's perfect because you don't need it. Doesn't need to be on a pay per view. You can just have it on mm-hmm. AEW, and that's what they're doing. I said, that's fantastic. That's what they're doing. Yep. But how nice was it? Whether the match, whether the match wasn't, it was okay. I went three and a quarter. Might I might switch it to an actual three? Looking at it, but how nice was it to see a new star being made with Anthony Agogo? Oh my gosh! I see. I saw a few reviews, and I was kind of miffed because going into this match, I was laughing at it. I thought that Cody Rhodes promo, American Dream. I thought that was one of the most lamest, unlike coordinated type of promo. It was in like in nine different areas, four different, you know, social topics, which, hey, it's great. But when you're all over the place and say, Britain, you're evil, I'm going to fight the atrocities of race, but yet you're <laughs> fighting a mixed gentleman, you know, he's, and come on, like, how is that going to solve the do- world's problems? By beating a guy who's half black. I, I just didn't understand where he was going with that. He, so you got a British flag thrown on you. That's his gimmick. It's not like he's saying, you know, I'm spilling a little tea your way, American <laughs> nightmare. But Think of it, it was just way. so ridiculous. Think of it this way. If this was 1985 with Hulk Hogan and Iron Sheet, oh. nobody would have batted an eye. That's literally all this is. This is a dumb corny wrestling like like i heard somebody if it was somebody 17, was saying, 75 then sure let's hype this shit up but no it's 2021 british is doing their own brexit gimmick you know they're they're all doing their their thing over there but uh i it was just so it was it was all, so before this pro the, before the cody promo uh like two three weeks in a row it was Anthony and go-go talking about how Britain's better than America and he started this thing but if you don't if you don't watch the YouTube stuff you don't see everything and then he well, they laid him out on that wasn't even he, in any of the promo packages yeah I don't understand why they didn't <laughs> the I mean, was then I would have understood him like oh, but then like you know he lays the go-go's union fault. jack on him he puts the union jack on Cody yeah. like I went into this match where it didn't bother me because I just thought of this as we're just doing some old fun booking to try to do something different. Yeah. Like somebody goes, they should come out. He should come out with a union Jack over his head. Cody should come out with the American flag. Like Hogan did against slaughter. And they should have a goddamn flag versus flag match. Like, let's make it. If we're going this Avenue, let's go all the way, you know? And they I mean, I'm fine. If they continue this feud, Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, but not as the fourth match on the card. Yeah, and I I was, but like, but my whole thing too is like, we're seeing a new star be made. How? What was the oh, last yeah. time we've been able to say that? Well, not counting Dragon Gate. That I don't count Piro. Well, I mean, you want to talk to New Japan on that one? They well, make just, stars yeah, per se, but over. they just don't push them. Um, shout Wattall. out to Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I might have bashed his promo on that, which is he's usually a great promo. Yeah, but it was um, a hit or miss angle. It's the easiest. And way again, to if I would have known the Ogogo, you know, kind of you know promos prior, which it seems like they erased from existence, um, <laughs> I thought this match was really good. If I had to go yeah. on the Cook rating scale, I honestly was like, after I finished it, I was like, I'd go a four. Yeah, hell it yeah, it was entertaining. That's, that's awesome. 
Cody you know, did really well. I thought he controlled the tempo of the mm-hmm. match, which is a lot of things. And, and I think this is kind of, you know, putting him into his own. Of course, the rumors of all the EVPs, you know, kind of going ham at each other and whatnot. But, you know, Cody always seemed to be off of the distance, whether, you know, it was the elite bullet club, what have you. So, I mean, I think that that was fine, but I, I thought he showed he was a, a, a true general of the ring, you know, during this match. And shout out to a go-go Olympic slams, a beautiful frog splashes, uh, punches to the guts, which Cody sold immensely well. Um, yeah, I've really, really enjoyed this match. Of course, you know, the Agogo injury leading in, you know, with the ribs was just, you know, a way out, you know, for, for mm-hmm. Agogo to lose. But damn, when you see a vertebraker like that, your ass is going down one, two, and three. And and it was one of those things where Cody, in, in the words of Paul Heyman, he accentuated the positives and hid the negatives. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a guy who hasn't been wrestling a year. You know, who knows His how green? He, yeah, like who knows how green he might be. But Cody, you know, and this is this is what Cody has been doing. If there's one guy that I was confident in, it's Cody. That TNT title run, he made so many people that nobody had an idea who they were into household names or now on their roster working twice a week on on dark or dark elevation. Mm-hmm. It, Look at, look at, and this is another, I don't want to say like an unknown star like they made, like Anthony Gogo, this is a true, this is his first thing he's ever done. This is a true rookie. You know, uh, Shotty Lee Jones, or Shotty Lee Johnson. He's another guy who's straight trained by these guys. Like he's, they're making these stars. But look at, um, look at the household name he made Darby Allen doing Mm -hmm. those matches. Oh, for sure. Like Dar- Ricky Darby Starks. Allen, yeah, Ricky Starks got a contract and is a, like to the point that they're you know Brian Cage isn't even going to be in that group anymore, Mm-mm. probably because they're just going to rely on Ricky Starks and how good he can talk and how good he is, and that's what Cody just is so good at doing. And I still say the people that think that these EVPs are fighting, I think that's just a crock of shit, probably. <laughs> I mean, they have a lot on their plates, you know, e- each of them. So, I mean, yeah, chalk yeah, it up with, with, with whatever. Yeah, they're all they're all doing their own thing, and that's why it's successful. You know, I just... One, I love the quote, so one nice. day someone will write a book about the early years of AEW. It's like, <laughs> why why do we always have to have, you know, tumultuous circumstances? Yeah, you know, it's, just it's, let it be. trying to find shit all the time. It's like, God, why yeah. do you always have to dig and try to find things? Yeah. I mean, they um, are dicks for the whole botchamania mess, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> or Shout they out the to Matthew. That, are those really the ones? Uh, I mean, it was backpedal, but it was it was insinuated that possibly, yes. So why would you have him... <laughs> Come on, That's why he was confused, and that and the yeah. internet was confused. They were like, "What?" Well, see, even you said fans can do whatever, but whatever. You know what else is uh, fantastic? Before we break it, uh, break down this, uh, this this results of this this fun car. By the way, I went three stars on a Gogo and Cody Rhodes. Not counting the the main or the Battle Royal, which I didn't grade. Yeah, I didn't have any match under three stars. Hmm. I had. Two matches at 
over four at four and four and a quarter. And I have another one that I don't know if it's a four and a quarter match or if I went the full five on it. I, this so, is going, this is in your top five then shows yeah, this, of 2021 yeah, so is, far. And I didn't even see Sarita D versus Rio, which I, I heard. Know, I wanted to, I heard it was fantastic. <laughs> So I'm, a, I'm pretty sure I know who wins, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on YouTube and see if the pre-show's still on there because I want to watch it. I heard this match is incredible. Yeah, like, there's I, people I, I try to watch it, but... The night. Yeah, I try to watch it, but the Hills was calling my name. Oh, that's, that's fair. That's, that's okay. Um, but but I want to I want to play this real quick because this is one of the best promos of the weekend only because we didn't have uh no we did get Max Caster oh God what do you yeah, we did talk shit about Christian out. <laughs> what he what he was talking about the the edge with him or whatever yeah <laughs> I'm so hard but uh I gotta play this promo real quick I, I just uploaded this while we were chatting here. Fans, as we set to go live on TNT tonight with AEW Dynamite (laughs) at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, I introduce to you the CEO, the owner, the president of All Elite Wrestling and the Forbidden Door, Mr. Tony Khan. Thank you very much, Tony. I appreciate it, Mr. Shivani. And as we get ready to go live tonight on Dynamite on TNT, I just wanted to address, as the Forbidden Door, I read in the Observer today that New Japan Pro Wrestling apparently has had talks with WWE's president, Nick Khan. Well, Nick, I have to say, if you've been talking to New Japan Pro Wrestling for two months, you've gotten a lot done. Just in the last two weeks, I've had Yuji Nagata, Ren Narita, and Rocky Romero on AEW. I've reunited Rapungi Vice. I've had the New Japan IWGP U.S. champion John Moxley defend the title successfully on our show, retaining it. And I have future plans with New Japan Pro Wrestling for the U.S. title. So you must have really gotten a lot done in the two months, Nick. In fact, I think there's only room for one con in the wrestling business, Nick. And it's me. It's Tony Khan. It's not some (laughs) con man from Connecticut. Have a fun show tonight. <laughs> and that last but not least, obviously. <laughs> he he Straight was like, it. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Nick Khan's like, I'm not talking to them. I'm I'm trying to get this company sold and I'm gonna yeah. make a whole bunch of money. As That's Nick Khan just doing. purchased like an eight million dollar house in California like a week or so ago I saw. It was it's just his second home, by the way. Since he's obviously oh. in Connecticut. Like, how do you oh, have, it's like 15,000 square feet or some crazy footage, you know, of just like, oh, I could be there maybe two weeks a year. <laughs> well, because he about to have that Titan sports money that we are, uh, you know, you know, that on that contract that got ripped up with the Ultimate Warrior, because he, <laughs> he, he uh, <laughs> the Titan sports, but uh, legend no, in your own mind. <laughs> um. Oh, so man, Tony Khan's so, he's so tight. The only thing and I love his heard... look of, like, you know, that, you know, Coke boy, Marty, you know, type of look, disheveled, the, the beard, the curly hair, you know, the, 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 sh- um, the button-down shirts, yeah, shirts, silk shirts, if you will, you know, uh, circa 1998, The Rock. Uh, I, I love it. He just seems like he, you know, just got a burst of energy. 
whenever he cuts these uh, the scathing promos. It's fun. You know, I can see where people, you know, get irritated, but uh, lighten up. Have fun. He mentioned WWE and called out their new freaking president, <laughs> dictator, whatever you want to call him, you know, uh, out there and said, no, look, we got Red Narita. We got you know, the the Rapungi Vice reunion, which I forgot that that happened. I was like, oh, yeah, that's freaking crazy. So, you know, it's just obviously he's making way more headway. It just depends on, you know, what if the WWE sweetens the pot by maybe putting New Japan content on Peacock? Ooh. Oh, God, I, I hate Peacock. I'm I'm tempted to do what the, a bunch of the guys for you. I, it's the most clunky <laughs> That's Look, horrible. we talk about how New Japan World and Dragon Gate Network are kind of hard to navigate at times. This mm-hmm. Peacock shit is laggy. Like, I'm hitting up and down on the, the, the remote and nothing moves. And then all of a sudden it moves like nine different spaces. And then there's subtitles on there. So I hit get rid of subtitles and then it closes Peacock. And then I got to go <laughs> open the thing back up again. And it... Look, I, I heard from uh, there's that you can get it like a um, a different VPN and then you, so they don't think you're in in America and then you can just get the network again so then you have all the backlog content you can watch it all like normal. Oh my God! Because send me those beats. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get to the bottom of it because if you don't live in America, you just have the WWE Network exactly how it was before. So you can go out and Thanks, watch all America. the stuff and. Not have to worry about things getting wiped and yeah, you just do whatever you want. But because of the Peacock deal, God. I mean, what do you think of the censorship aspect of what they're doing? Like some of it, okay, is fine. I get, but like, then again, too, if I'm paying for a service and you're you told me I'm gonna get all this stuff, then you knew what you signed up for. Like, is as goofy as it is, like. I, I would have liked, I'd like to go and watch the mass transit thing. I want to see that whole show. Yeah. I want to see how, what led up to that for historians sake, you know, like I want to go back and watch Benoit stuff. If that ever gets wiped, like I understand oh what he God. did was horrific, but as a wrestler, he was incredible. Like I still want mm-hmm. to see that stuff. So that's just, that's just some of the stuff that irks me. That they're, they're like, oh, we're going to take this off and that off. Well, then you shouldn't have honored it to begin with. Ring of honor. <laughs> but I agree. You know, I mean, you know, I get some things, like you said, can, but I mean, I, I don't think you should erase everything. Yeah, it's like, history. Like, like, why whitewash history? Yeah. If you want to get rid of the John Cena, Vincent Mann thing, fine. Whatever. I don't care. It, it, like yeah. it is what it is, but like I mean, they, they should have on the network. Let's be real. I mean, it's a gaff that you know will live on in internet infamy. But yeah, that's yeah, that that should totally that should have been gone a long time ago. You know, but like if I want to watch an old ECW show, you know, don't pull it off. Like I like okay, you're nervous that some some parents gonna be scrolling through Peacock and going, oh, the WWE Network. I remember this from when I was a kid. Hmm. What is ECW living dangerously? Ninety-seven, <laughs> or like two thousand, and, and Rhino's telling Sandman's wife, "Happy New 
Thursday, you fucking bitch, and then he spears her through a table or, or pile drives her out the hip and through a table, and now the parent's like, oh, my God, I can't believe my son just saw this. Well, then don't put – don't go to a, a – don't go to Peacock then. Yeah. I mean, Sorry. if you knew wrestling from the yesteryear, and you're like, what's the ZCW with those type of graphics? I would pass, because it would look like the most, like, bougie shit ever. And by the way, shout out to, uh, or no shout out to Rhino for not paying any uh, respects to the Daredevil. <laughs> and, you know, how much, like, okay, now what are they going to start getting rid of the Attitude Era stuff? Because, like, if you get Ugh. rid of one thing, you almost got to get rid of everything. We got to get rid of necrophilia angles, don't you? <laughs> you know, then, then it's going to come to the point where they're going to they're going to go. Let's wipe uh, WrestleMania 19 because we can't have the Booker T Triple H thing where they swear wasn't what it was supposed to be. Um, <laughs> but like, okay, now you're going to get and then it just it's just going to keep dwindling down, and then it's then there's nothing on the network. Hmm. You know, we you know are they going to are they going <laughs> to think that uh doing the, the Santino Morello thing. Make sure there's no Grizzly Smith stuff on there. <laughs> what about that's Santino Morello? Like, like the Santino thing. Well, that's not you, – you, you can't – or like are they going to have to wipe everything Eugene related off of there? Oh, I mean, it wasn't the best stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that Nick Dinsmore is not a, you know, terrific performer, but, you know. It was even iffy, you know, then. So, but yeah, I'm not going to go back to SummerSlam 07. Eugene versus Triple H. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go watch New Year's Revolution when he tears his patella doing a dropkick. Ooh, ouch. Run, Eugene, run. Out of the Phoenix Suns lineup, who do you wish that to happen to tonight? Um, Devin Booker. Damn. <laughs> Because he's, he's R- savage. R.I.P. to uh, Devin Booker's <laughs> patella. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know, sometimes you just gotta you gotta make sacrifices to win. Like I need Tanya Harding's like bodyguard to be a, be in there. <laughs> Galuli, that guy. Galuli, is that his name? That's his name. Yeah, Tony hey, Galuli or something like that. Speaking of another Tony. Uh, Anthony, that is uh, Davis. He's making a sacrifice, sacrificing his groin um, by playing in Game Six. Good. It, Charles Barkley was like, they can't win if their two best players are LeBron James and Adam and Anthony Street Clothes. <laughs> but he did it for Cleveland. But he was also <laughs> like twenty. <laughs> yeah, they're like what? They're like they're like Anthony Street Clothes. Anthony Davis is in Street Clothes every day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's damage. Yes. He's like, oh, all he does is get hurt. Anthony Strickland. <laughs> he can't play more than eight games without getting an injury. How many rings does Dwight Howard have? Uh, one, right? One. Yeah, and he got it with the Lakers. With the Lakers. Crawling back. And, and Davis won, right? Yep. Last year? Yep. Now I can't stop thinking about Charles Barkley. All, Anthony Davis always got ears he, Like he doesn't finish sentences. <laughs> he got a patella injury. He's out the eight game. Anthony Street Clothes. I, I need to stop. It's getting worse <laughs> as I do it. In my head, it just sounds hilarious. Cause I can just Anthony Street Clothes. <laughs> 
Uh, well done, Sir Charles. <laughs> Double or nothing, though. I got to tell you, Alex, four stars, no, no doubt about it. Adam Page, Brian Cage. I don't know if it was just it helped having the crowd so hyped, but damn, oh, yeah. this was awesome. Um, Cage not taking the help from Ricky Starks and Hook and then turns and eats a buckshot for the loss, so they cost him. But there was an, an awesome spot that I popped for hard where Cage does the buckshot, mm-hmm. and Cage ducks it and gives him the uh, F5. Oh, that was awesome. This match is great, man. What's even crazier was that F5 off the top rope and still, you know, just kicking out <laughs> of that there. No, I mean, I even wrote good opener to hype the crowd with Cowboy Shit. And Cowboy Shit, the crowd did receive. And, yeah, it was just, you know, two great athletes. Brian Cage should not be doing what he does when his traps have deltoids on biceps on his neck. <laughs> But we've seen this man in person, and we've seen this man, you know, in many companies over the years. But, you know, I I think he's found his niche. He's going to break out and be a huge baby. Obviously, dissension with Team Taz, but they're looking to sell those knockoff Terminator uh, gimmicks that he wears to the ring. And, you know, kids will buy that shit. And uh, Adam Page, still a hell of a talent. I don't even know if this guy's even 30 yet. He's been through a crazy transformation since, of course, you know, the the Bullet Club dissolution and the wonderful angle with the elite in 2020, uh, 2019 and 2020 there. So, uh, you know, we're just waiting for him. You know, it's simmering. You know, the Dark Order thing, he's having fun. He's riding the horses still. He's buying lawnmowers. But uh, Adam Page (laughs) is a guy for sure. Um, You know, that is truly going to be, you know, the, the crown jewel of this company within the next five, you know, within five years, that's for sure. Do you think he's the guy who's going to beat Kenny? Do you think they just, they just have that just come full circle and he beats Kenny? Long form storytelling, right? Yeah. Got the history there. He was the first guy to challenge for the AEW world championship as well at all outs. And why not have, you know, have him be the guy to carry on, especially with the, you know, the, the momentum that he's garnered over the last, you know, since the inception of AEW, but especially prior to that. Yeah. I, I just, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe that's the, that's the way to go is, you know, he's, he's He's over. They've slow built him. The pop he gets every time is just profound. Mm-hmm. I, I think now that, cowboy shit. Like it was great. I don't. I don't know the last time he like uttered those words or or anything. And I was like, this is awesome to hear. It, it, it's the more and more I think about it, I'm working myself into a shoot like I usually do when we start talking about something that kind of like I said with KZ. I think it's Paige's time. I think Paige is gonna yeah. beat him. I don't know when he's gonna beat him. I don't think you have any reason. You got to give Omega the title for at least a year. I would. Think. Yeah, you, you have no reason to take it from him. What no. at all? And they got enough talent to throw contenders at them, you know, week in and week out if you had to. So, and, and of course, other promotions. But, um, no, this, this was a great opener. You know, again, barring uh, Serena Deeb and Riho, which, again, we heard, <laughs> yeah. blew off the invisible roof of uh, Daly's place there. But this I'm, was I'm gonna great. I'm going to try to find it before I do Dragon Gate after this, I think. But I'm trying to, I try would, to watch it. I would say, I, I hate to say this. Cookmaster 5000. <laughs> this next match might have been in my top two 
of the whole night. And I wasn't yeah. really expecting too much going into this. I knew this was going to be a fun brawl. This was going to be, you know, uh, spot fest after spot fest, brawling after brawl. Uh, but this was everything of that and more. And I thought these two teams had crazy ass chemistry. But when you have these teams, you know, they've known each other for this long. Um, it was just bound to happen. And my God, everyone gave their all during this match. And of course, the surprising thing, the Bucks retaining the AEW championship or tag team championships. That's not the surprising part. The surprising part was a Mox taking yeah. that pinfall but uh, I I truly did enjoy this match the hot tag to Kingston you know kind of towards the end there the crowd going nuts he's hitting belly to bellies he's giving insecurities to Matt and douche I mean Nick Jackson and you know just <laughs> him eating that beautiful sliced bread uh, and the running knee there it was ah just a great final five minutes but I thought overall Fantastic match. Crowd of hype for Mox and Kingston. Uh, a kid, again, trying to run up to touch Moxley, but thankfully security was there. But overall, this was, again, another match to get the crowd jumping, and I thought to get the tag division jumping once again. Yeah, I thought, I thought this was a great match. I, I was all over this. This was my second uh, highest, highest match. I, um, I went four and a quarter on it. Nice. Um, nice. This, this is this is really good. This is really good. I mean, you you kind of hit the hit the nail on the head with most of the stuff right on there. But it was you know the, multiple V triggers for the finish. Like it was, yeah, it was great. I thought I thought this was a really well done match. Um, and, and like you said, you kind of knew it was going to be. Um, I just I was more confused as I said with the fact that um that he took the fall like that. I was mm-hmm. like, Whoa, I was not expecting, uh, I was not expecting, um, <laughs> John Moxley to take the, take the, the talk about a here. swerve. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, well, let's, uh, let's leave it at that. <laughs> it's probably um, punishment for, you know, that Melcher driver on the stage. <laughs> for not selling it well enough. Yeesh. <laughs> Uh, Are you tired of the Good Brothers as I am? I never thought I'd say that. I was a Good Brothers mark, especially from uh, Talking Shoppa Media, you know, one and two. I listened to their podcast, you know, religiously for about like a five-month stretch. Um, But seeing their their worthless shenanigans on AEW and not enough wrestling from them on that platform, uh, not as much anymore, I should say. And they're just, you know, jobber mark, marksmen, you know, and it, it's just, you know, the goonery is fading on me. What are your thoughts, especially as a lifelong fan of the machine gun? I, I mean, they're just kind of there for me right now. They don't really do anything. So, like, whereas, you know, I don't, I don't really have a, a use for them. I also don't like. I don't hate it because it's not like they're really doing. And you know, they, they like you said, they're just being goons for Kenny. Mm-hmm. You know, and at times you, you kind of need it a little bit. You know, there was. It's kind of what what makes you know the seven main event was was the Don Callis thing tremendous, or was it like, damn it, you ruined you ruined something type thing? You know, it, and the Good yeah. Brothers kind of just 
I you know, understand their weird. purpose, but it's still docks a point for the match. I'd rather just see Carl <laughs> Anderson go out there and wrestle. Give me yeah. Carl Anderson versus, versus Cody Rhodes on that roster. Anyone. Yeah. Give me, give me Cody, or give me the Good Brothers against Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page or something, <laughs> or against the Lucha Bros. Give me that. Or if they're not going to do it, then just keep them in 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 a uh, uh, impact and just be done with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't even really wrestled an impact. It seems like. Yeesh. Yeah, they lost the the but tag I- titles. And- I just, I I don't know, like I said, it's just getting a little, you know, a little wear and tear. It just, it seems like some WCW booking, but in reality, it's just always been pro wrestling booking. You got to get your heaters, you got to get this and that, you got to get your, you know, your fall guys, and you have to have your goons, you know, to to make sure, you know, the top guy or the, or the champion in this case, you know, keeps retaining. They got to get their piece of the pie too, so I get it. Um. Quick uh, quick report that came out I haven't read. Uh, Vince McMahon apparently didn't get the in-ring styles of Aleister Black and Murphy, and that's why they were released. <laughs> what do you not get? Oh, sorry, the connections that they had with the audience. Whatever. The people that spend money and watch, whatever, but their in-ring style. What, the kicks? Did he not like the CM Punk pose? Did he give him, you know, PTSD with that shit? I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't remember where I saw something, um, but apparently he posted something about, uh, uh, where did I find it? Let me see if I can really quick find this. Uh, oh, Is Keith Alistair, Lee next? Alistair Black said on Twitch he was planning to go after The Fiend next because Bray made Seth turn heel, which led to Seth taking Alistair's eye. Hmm. So there was actually going to be... Um, like a connected path storyline. And WWE is like, why our fans can't comprehend that shit? (laughs) (laughs) Fire him. Okay. Well, he's fired. (laughs) Uh, Casino Battle Royal is next. First out, we had the clubs, Christian Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, Dustin Rhodes, Matt Seidel, and Max Caster. Platinum Max, baby. <laughs> um, I, I love the acclaim. I just want I'm the change. So I am so into these guys. Oh, I, yeah. I loved when uh, when they did the the thing on uh, against Moxley, like we talked about last show. I, I think we talked about last show. Yeah, and they yep. just bum rush Bowens. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, punch. <laughs> like if there was ever a reason for a gift, that's it. Mm-hmm. Hey, bam! Like, oh, shoot. It's like the playground. It's like you know, growing up. You know, it should happen uh, like that. For the, the main streets of had... Ohio. <laughs> uh, the diamonds we had: Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, uh, Ten, Nick Camarado, and Serpentico. The hearts were Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Hulkamana. <laughs> Anthony Bowens and Pentagon Jr. And then the spades were Jungle Boy, Mark Quinn, Aaron Solo, Evil Uno, and Shoddy Lee Johnson. With the Joker, as you mentioned, Leo Rush. Jungle Boy gets the victory. It's a battle royal. I mean, with a really cool finish. It wasn't like the last one they had or that ladder match or whatever that I said was like 90 minutes long, but... uh... 
I, I thought it was great. Penta, again, way over. He looked great. He didn't look like he murdered anyone this time, and he had a great Joker attire. So it all worked. <laughs> Jungle yeah, Boy, was... great reaction, great pop. Yeah. Um, and, and showed yeah. Oh. shit off. Well-deserving. I mean, is it time to give him a major championship? Maybe not, but it's definitely something great for his resume. And, you know, Kenny, you know, is going to make him look good. But, uh, yeah, it, it was fine. It, it know, was what it think was. Of, think five years from now, how, all these young guys that they have that they can just kind of start using that are just all there, just waiting in the wings. Like, I think J.D. Drake is that guy. I, 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 he's I, awesome. I, I love seeing him. He's like if Beer City Bruiser was like 80 pounds lighter, but like, I don't know, just something about him. He can go either way. I think he could be an ultimate tweener when it comes down to it. And that's without really seeing too many promos on him, but just his style. I think he could work both ways with the audience and and he's going to be something special. He truly will be. Yeah, he's he's definitely gotten a lot better, too, from those uh, WrestleMania weekends we were watching him. And I know a lot of it, mm-hmm. too, was because of the workhorseman stuff and Evolved. Um, he did really well. But yes. I'm telling you, man, I, one day go back and watch that J.D. Drake, Eddie Kingston match from Dark. It was – Oh, I did. You oh, you did? Okay. Said, you remember I told you? I texted you. I was like, wow, Eddie Kingston put him over when he took that. It was like a sleeper or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. They were just beating the crap out of yeah. each other. Like that was oh that rocked. Um, next we kind of you know we kind of talked about this a little bit. Cody won with a vertebraker. Um, Oof. Defeating Anthony ago. I was like, this dude's had three matches. And you're gonna do a vertebraker, Cody? Like, <laughs> like, like it looked kind of. Yeah, I'm like he's gonna he's gonna drop his head like like those dudes who have never taken a Styles Clash do, and he's done. Yeah, no, thankfully. <laughs> um. I went three and a half on our next match. I thought this was when when he jumped the the the, the rope to start the match. Miro Lampard, <laughs> this was great. They just beat. This is what we wanted. If if yeah. this like this is what I wanted of Miro. Godzilla versus King Kong. It truly yeah. was that battle. They just beat the crap out of each other, and, and it, it was just just pure pandemonium. And like, like I said, when I see Archer jump, goes over the top rope, almost kills himself, doesn't mm-hmm. care, and he's just like, yeah! I was like, all right, this is going to rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Even when, I mean, you go from Archer doing the uh, the balance rope walk into the moonsault. Miro essentially oh. no-selling it, kicking out right away. Snakes in bags getting thrown across yeah, from the ring the to the stage. That was the best thing I've ever seen. When he picked it up, I was like, Okay, is he, was he going to just smash this thing? Because I knew he was going to do something, but I just didn't know yeah. what he was going to do. And then, when he, and then I was like, okay, there's definitely not a snake in there. And then he threw the thing down the, the stage. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. It was like 8 in the morning. I was watching it. I, I forgot on Memorial Day. We didn't open until 10, so I, I was up all extra early. So I was like, all right, I'll just watch, um, I'll watch more of what I didn't watch last night when I woke up in the middle of the night to watch it. And... Uh, it was like 8.30 in the morning, and I am popping like it's the afternoon. Like, oh, my God. Now <laughs> it's like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And he, I don't even care how fake it was. It was like oh, I was having yeah. flashbacks. Part of the of ruthlessness. Team, 
uh, Bulgarian brutes booting the baby into the audience. <laughs> like, shaking yes. that cage door off. He's like, ah, just ripping yeah, it. Yeah, like this. And this was the show. And this was immediately after the America versus the the uh, invading enemy match. I was like, this is wrestling again. I don't care how campy it is. I don't care how corny it is. We're getting the U.S. versus another country. Now we're throwing fate. You know, we're throwing snakes down rampways. Like I don't even care. <laughs> I was just trying to get that older demographic NXT is getting. So, oh, it was just so fun. Like I was like, this is this pay per view reminded me that wrestling's fun. Yeah, I think is the best way. That's to fair. At it. That's fair. And then um, and then you know you talk about how stiff they were, like how was Godzilla versus King Kong? Could somebody tell me why Sheeta and Britt Baker decided to just throw forearms as hard as they could for ten minutes? <laughs> Well, I mean, when you're, you know, two of the best, you know, well, Serena Deeb might have something to say about that. <laughs> yes, when you like, have two great competitors and they're built to have this clash, Britt Baker was poised to be the first AEW Women's Champion. That didn't happen. Britt Baker was poised to have an action figure. It didn't happen until, like, Series 9. You know, <laughs> and, and Hakura Shida, you know, God bless her. Putting in, you know, match after match, defense after defense of her, you know, championship, uh, which was upgraded, by the way. Uh, I always thought yeah, it was weirdly teeny tiny, which was always threw me off. With uh, with how little Riho was, they couldn't make a big belt at first. So do they just have that just in case? Like if Rio wins, they have it in glass and just break it. Like all right, <laughs> yeah, no, you know the the ring. But. <laughs> First, I really enjoyed this match. Britt Baker, again, just shines as an all-around performer. Uh, Kurushita just seemed off to me in this match. Yeah, I understand the forums and everything, but the, the the chemistry just didn't seem there at times. Not until, you know, about the final, I would say, like eight minutes. That you know, leading stretch. into that sequence. Holy shit. I, I literally went, oh, my God, they're not going to have Baker win. <laughs> like I, so like bad, they huh? got me. Like they got me. Nice. I was like, Sheeta's winning. Oh my god, Sheeta's gonna flip and win. I, I was like, why is she going? Well, because to win? Brick controlled I, the first half of the match, and usually when that happens, you know, like you were saying, you know, you thought the inevitable would occur, but uh, well, then Baker not. would would get the big moves, and but it wouldn't it wouldn't pay off, and then Sheeta starting to counter the big things, and I'm I'm going, oh my god, and then she hits something, and I'm like, oh, she's winning. <laughs> oh my God, Baker kicked out. It, you're right, though. You know what it reminded me of at first, which which is why I, only, I probably would have went higher had the first half of the match kind of been whack. Mm-hmm. Is it was Rhea Ripley versus Oscar, two two Ooh. of your top top talents, but they just don't have chemistry for some reason. Yes, great like, comparison. Like it, it, this, it, they, they were one On of the rare paper, It screams money. It screams yep. five stars. But you're just like eh, something's like, off. That was the thing with with uh, with Ripley and Oscar was normally we we say we don't want her in it, but for whatever reason Charlotte made it really good. Mm-hmm. Like she was that missing piece that uh, you know, at the the last paper that whatever the hell the last show was backlash or whatever. Yes, or ba- you know WrestleMania revenge tour. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty five or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, normally where it's like, oh, why are they adding her? It was like, oh, she actually fixed the problem. That this was really good. Now. Mm-hmm. It's they had that vibe going, and then, and then they started just stiffing each other, and I think they just kind of got into a groove, 
And then they had that great back and forth finish where you had no idea, like, oh my God, she's going to win. Okay, Baker's going to win. Wait, no, they're pulling the rug out again. Oh my God, she's not going to win. Oh my, okay, wait. Uh, and then like, like Rebel mistimes her interference. And you're just like, oh my God, she's really going to lose. And then she wins. And it was like, holy hell. That was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought these two, you know, women, especially coming off a great feud with Thunder Rosa, uh, you know, it's Britt Baker's time, you know, for kudos to her balancing, you know, she is a true, you know, DMD <laughs> with her own practice and then the fly to wrestle and then, you know, go back. I was just like, wow, I wonder how many, you know, uh, you know, partners she has in her practice there since she's maybe there like twice a week and then i realized like wow i wonder if it like she gets a lot of marks you know in that area (laughs) you know it's like oh we want to do this but i mean kudos to both women again a year-long reign for for sheeta there um i I, you know i thought she made connections you know with, with with me as a viewer i i would say i know you you talked you know a little bit about her when she was announced to be on the roster and, you know, kind of seeing her on social media, different sides of her. I appreciate her as a person, her creative outlet and, and it showcases in the ring, you know, whether it's with her gear or, you know, kind of her style. So um, again, something, you know, these two women were great. It's just something, Hey, two years down the line, they could be putting on, you know, even more bangers and, and gets that inevitable six stars, but kudos to both. I'm, I'm, you know, really stoked to see uh, Britt Baker in this reign. She's already shouting out, I believe, to uh, Impact uh, Women's Wrestling Champion Deanna Parazza. Uh, oh, she kind of photoshopped oh, those two. Um, so, you know, we'll have that. We also have a possible, you know, another matchup. I think they wrestled in AEW since, but, you know, with Serena Deeb, you know, an NWA oh, Women's Champion, you know. So I'm I'm all for, you know, the potential clashes and her building up, you know, the other, you know, female uh, competitors in that division. Yeah, and that's the one thing, too, like, what I thought was, was really awesome was, um, you know, obviously, they we, we saw Hikaru Shida made her, I think she made her AEW debut against Riho at uh, um, at All Out 2019, I think was her, was her de- uh, debut. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, you know, people, like, like you know, I'm, into the, I'm really into Joe. She getting to see her, and, you know, she did a lot of Oz Academy. She did a lot of Wave. She did a lot of Gato Move, the Emmy Sakura's company. She was in Seedland, yep. Oz Academy, did some Sendai Girls. So, like, she did a lot of stuff. Like, this, there's a match um that i remember like a week after all out when she when she went back to japan and it was in shinjuku face and it was an oz academy show and it was a karoshita uh keho kobayashi who's one of the best women that i wish i could show you but they don't she's not on any streaming service and yoshiko uh yoshiko's the the blonde woman who is infamous for the stardom shoot fight and then the one that came back to fight mayu iwatani I was Sheeta against those two in a three-way, and it was just tremendous. Oh, my God. I, I might try to see if I can Google it or something, but they had a fantastic match in the semi-main. Um, the whole the whole show was really good, too. I don't remember where I saw it, and then I never found it again. might have been on Nico Nico or something, um, but I remember it had uh, uh, our girl Sayori Ano tagged with Mayumi Ozaka, and uh, I can't remember the third one. Uh, and they, they took on Kiori Oniyama, Hiroyo uh, Matsumoto, and Aja Kong, who are known as Beast Friend. Uh, that was the main event. 
Siori was on that show from uh, from Dota Del Mondo. Like it was a really good show. Um, I, I saw it once and then I've never found it again. And I, I one day I'm going to try to look for it because there's a couple things on there I think you can go, holy crap, these women are good. Mm-hmm. And and but but maybe we get more of this now that we've seen the exposure with you know with everything that um, that the the women's tournament did on the Japan bracket. Like that was awesome mm-hmm. seeing a lot of those women. So. You know, AEW does it right, and they did it once again. You know, just like they're they slow doing a slow build with Adam Page, they 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 brought Britt Baker along and they pulled the trigger at the right time. And once again, it shows that this company knows what the hell they're doing. This company is going to. I I almost am willing to bet that with the way it's going to go, barring some giant change in the way they run their company, AEW is going to pass Raw. In ratings before the years over, I what, really what did Raw just get? Like a one point six, one point five, one point five. It was the lowest in the history of the show. Jesus, I don't even think sucks. I did the five minute skips this week. I think I just like did like two skips, turned it off, did two something else, and deleted it. Just deleted it. It sucks, man. It's just... Why? Damn you, Nick Khan. <laughs> oh, I tell you, like what. I'm looking like at the SmackDown gimmick that's coming to the Target Center on the 30th. Which God, just go back to the XL. It was so great. Um, but I'm like, do I go? And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> An AEW tours though, that would be tight. Well, remember that clip I we should do Saint. We should do St. Louis. That's what Jordan said. Jordan was like, I want to do something. I kind of want to go to All Out, to be honest with you, too. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. My thing is, like, I'll just be coming back from that wedding. Like, yeah. Oh, prior. yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that, that would be right. cool. But I realized <laughs> money isn't grown on trees. And we're going to Italy next year. so. Like, oh, well, top that, of the morning to you. Oh, okay. I got to go get Whatever. a passport. Top of the morning. <laughs> That's, Silly mook. I was, I was thinking of uh, uh, you know, and uh, uh, what you would call it, Dumb and Dumber, when when he's yep. like, ah, shrimp on a barbie. Oh. <laughs> oh and man. The girl just walks away. Um, Somebody stop me! Oh, wrong movie. And then, and then more just wackiness that Alex. You know, I'm gonna say this again. I can't believe you hate Sting. You know what? I can't believe I hate Sting, especially after him taking a dive off of a ramp and looking like Sting, I don't know, he's, just ripping shirts off, 62. diving off the stage. He's 62. It was great. Yeah. Great, great mood is 59, and I, I watched, I still cannot <laughs> get the, the image of him doing his cartwheel backhand spring to Masakita Mia and just falling over and not able to really stand up, and then he finally gets up and then does the elbow, like... <laughs> and, he, and this is three years older than him. This guy, yeah. is, he has he has now wrestled in five different decades. My God, he wrestled 80s, in the eighties, thousand tens, and twenties. Yep. Wow. Wow. How, how crazy is that? This guy's wrestled in five decades. What's crazy is that Jim Helwig was like, "Hey, you're big. 
Let's get big together. And then, hey, we're going to wrestle. And then Sting's like, you know what? I'm actually going to learn it. And Jim Helwig is like, celebrity status. And then, like, Warrior became crazy rich for, like, a year while Sting just had that consistency and became a face on the Mount Rushmore of WCW RIP and, you know, has just, re, you know, maintained that popularity, like you said, for five different decades. And I feel like shit for hating on Sting. I know he's a great competitor. I know he is a, an immense fan favorite. You know, Crow Sting was, was great at the time. My only thing is, was I didn't need to see it for a year plus. Like, oh, he's in the rafters again. So I got annoyed. I'd rather see a guy, you know, stick middle fingers up, you know, every yeah. segment, you know, instead. But albeit this was a fun match. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Oh, I didn't know tremendous. this would be my new favorite tag team, but I love oh. it. Uh, you know, RIP SCU. Um, you know, not just because of that, but, you know, truly RIP since they no longer a team. But Scorpio Sky, I love this side of him. I love the cockiness, the brashness. Fits so well with all ego, Ethan Page, and a formidable team to go against a, a legend like Sting and a, a, you know, kind of the guy with the rocket strapped to his back to be teamed with Sting, uh, you know, for that trust. And, and I thought all four men, but let's be real, all three men made Sting look comfortable and look like, you know, the legend that he is. And I thought this was a truly, truly fun match. And honestly, one of my favorites, it's not eight stars or any of that bullshit, but I would say one of my favorite matches of the year. And I did like their cinematic match, you know, as well for what it was. And I just love how Darby Allen is having fun with Sting and, you know, kind of bringing him to this new crowd that wasn't around for the previous four decades. <laughs> the code red. The code red. Yeah, he did code red. That's right. Wow. Um, hold on a second. I'm I'm being summoned about something. Whoa. Lady problems. No, not at all. Um, but uh, the, the thing too is, I bet you, if the Sting rafters were WCW turn their back on him, but really didn't turn their back on him. And he just kind of watched from afar and everyone was like, God, we need you. And then finally he, he comes and he does come back and saves you. The company, mm-hmm. I bet you if you were older, you went to hate it as much. True. I mean, I was a WWE mark for sure. Even yeah. though I was the switcher, you know, I would go back and forth oh, hell you yeah. know, and just tape raw or, you know, I don't think I've ever taped nitro. Maybe if there was like a big gimmick on there, but, um, yeah, I, I still would always watch Raw Live, even though I was taping it. What a, like, what a doof. Like, uh, like, I think you now, with more of the psychology thinker, mm-hmm. I think would have, would have dug the story a little more. <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah. I get it. Like, I totally get it. Like, why? No, why, I mean, I comprehend it? the story and what was going on and the, oh, save us, you know, later on. But, you know, again, for that time, again, long-form storytelling, you draw. Obviously, it wasn't the match, you know, that everyone was expecting. You know, sadly, you know, Steve Borden missed his tanning uh, appointments, you know, leading up to Stargate <laughs> that year. Hence, no championship win. But, you know, I I get it, man. I, I loved it. I He missed the Stinger Splash. 
Scorpio Sky is going for a cutter, and then Sting, as the wily five-decade vet he is, lovely, oh, that's finish. detail, grabs the rope for leverage so he can't hit that cover to block Scorpio Sky. Scorpion death drop. And oh. I popped. I'm not going to lie. I was happy. I said, holy shit. And, and Maybe there's hope for Rey Mysterio. Ooh, <laughs> you know, and this is one of those things, once again, where Scorpio Sky is just, it's another guy that was, yes, SCU was the popular thing, but he was not the one. Mm-hmm. And they slowly weaned him out because they knew what he could do and how good he could be. And, you know, now we get it. Like, I thought mm-hmm. Mox and Kingston were beating the Bucks and Scorpio and Page would beat Sting and Allen. And they could start setting up for Scorpio and Page against Moxley and Kingston. I and then they both go and lose, which is not what I expected. But yeah, man, when he he goes for that springboard or that that inside shoot uh, cutter, and mm-hmm. Sting was like, "Nope, oh, I, was like, oh, I don't want to finish. Finish is so great." Um, then then we get a another shocking pop. We get a Mark Henry. Yeah. Come in uh, to be the Rampage, uh, AEW Rampage announcer Friday oh, night. Oh, the Darby Heat. He, he's, he's talking about when Ethan Page just yeets Darby Allen over the top into the audience. Oh. A, 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 um, <laughs> bam, bam, Spike Dudley, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. Jiskra. I, my Jordan, I, I was so, I was so interested to hear what he thought about Sting because of the Sting hate that that was what took over my mind. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but then Mark Henry, another, another veteran in the back, and another lifer. The, two of the longest yep. tenured employees that company had left them. What's crazy think, is like he was that. five years away from what thirty years with the. Mm-hmm. Yep. 90, 25 years there with the same company. That's and, bonkers. Yeah, he was a lifer. And he goes, nah, it'll pass. They're going to let me Because he wants to be utilized. Outside. It's the Randy mm-hmm. Savage conundrum. Hey, you're going to go host Monday Night Raw. We need you. And then Macho Man shows up in a limousine on Nitro. And they're like, what? <laughs> same thing I with mean, Mark Henry. Same thing with Paul White. Same thing with Christian Gage. You know, but it seems like they always have a talk with Vince. You know, Jericho obviously being one of them, saying, "Hey, there's this opportunity. There's this and that." You know, and Vince, you know, isn't at that point where he's not throwing away money, and he's like, "Hey, I don't want you to go. I understand your decision, though. You know, and you know, you're going to do great things, and I give you my blessing, even though it's not something I want." So it's crazy because you always get these bad, you know stories or you know vibes or whatnot you know of course it's the e so we must you know uh you know hate on it but you know just think of everything day in day out every single second that vince mcmahon lives it's something business-wide i you know wise so it's just like mm-hmm. how, how does he have any other time to deal with a talent roster of over a hundred so many sectors companies obviously that's why you have all these management levels and whatnot but yeah i mean as much as i'm sure he he would adore mark henry to be a lifer at least he's like hey i give my blessing to continue to live your dream and why you got into this business for me so here you go and mark henry looks great 
It's going to be fun. Yeah. I like his stuff on Busted Open. I've been listening to the uh, the Spotify version um, for the last couple of weeks consistently, you know, nice 40-minute show or whatnot. But I always love uh, the insight that Henry usually brings, you know, on uh, later on in the week. So it's good stuff. I'm, I'm excited for that. You know, Paula Payne returning. <laughs> and, and this is, you know, I'm gonna, I want to, I want to piggyback it because I was about to. This is where I was gonna go with it. Is, you know, you like how you mentioned everybody always has these such negative things to say about Vince, but then you hear all these positives with it. Like, you know, like uh, the new day we're gonna give up, and we see all these backstage vignettes where Vince is, like, no, we're gonna keep doing Vince. this until it works. Yeah. You, you know, and then it worked, and and they all say. You know, Vince wouldn't stop believing and pushing at us. And then we figured it out. And now mm-hmm. he just lets us do what we want because he doesn't have to worry about it. You know, yep. you look at the thing with, um, you know, and look at Kofi. Like, he didn't have to push Kofi. But they got into a weird spot. Well, he like, should have. Try it. it was deservant of it. It was. It Come was. But, but that was one of the things. Eight years where he too did, late. He didn't screw that up. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. You know, you know, so like that, it's that kind of thing. Or what, even watching him in, in, in the Ultimate Warrior documentary on Dark Side, like he was like a truly compassionate man who constantly kept trying to figure out the warrior so it would work. Or like, like, yeah. uh, like, like, uh, <laughs> I can't remember who said it, but they're like, at the end of the day, Vince just wants everyone to get along and be happy. Yeah. Like, but then you, why, you such, why does he allow such animosity backstage then? All this politic bullshit where it doesn't seem like it's as heavy, you know, in AEW unless it's just brushed under oh, the rug. Agreed. Well, but then why create that if he wants a family atmosphere? Again, it's a carny act in the long run. He's the greatest showman on earth. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, don't don't tolerate that shit then. It, Get your Kevin Dunza. I mean, when when Barrios and uh, God, who was the douchebag from Total Bella's uh, Carano? Like, oh, yep. they seem like horrible investigators. Bruce Pritchard, you know, he's brought back in. Of course, we all enjoy him from the podcast and whatnot. But then you forget, yeah, this guy is horrible backstage in that role because that power gets in his head. And he mm-hmm. wants talent to fight and bicker and fight and, for your spot. Adapt to the times, people. And, and to his credit, too, I mean, when, when that shit with Carano came out with Mickey James, when she wasn't even like madman about it like yeah. he fired him you know i mean to be fair that dude's gone yeah you know and, and he like i from from what she said like he personally reached out to her and but the she shitty was, thing I, is is if it didn't make that big of a social media blip who knows if that would have happened yeah well that's the thing is a lot of them whether it's true or not were like we you know we had, had no clue that that's how that stuff was getting sent mm. we thought everyone thought it was fedex packaging not a garbage bag. Come on. I, I'm not. Really? I'm not saying that I believe. I'm not saying that I believe that they didn't know about it. But like, I just. I. I think I'm. I, I'm more so not trying to get that far off into the the tangent. I'm just go more going along the where you were saying with. I think. I think on certain things, Vince gets a bad rap mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. everybody yeah. hates the booking. Well, on the AEW, or not A&E Ultimate Warrior biography, of course, it shows, you know, how the Ultimate Warrior looked up to Vince McMahon, you know, to, you know taking a chance on him, i.e. making him crazy rich. Um, 
But also, you know, Warriors saw him as a father figure, and he kept reiterating that in letters, uh, you know, in, in past interviews and what have you, and just people around him during that time, you know, also, you know, letting people know he saw Vince as a father figure. Then they cut to Vince McMahon, and he was like, yeah, we, we had a, a really good relationship, you know, like I do with all my talent, or I tried to, you know, tried to. But I wouldn't say a father figure is more like, you know, a, a brother, you know, or an uncle. <laughs> like, he just straight up was like, yeah, I, I didn't really see it that way. You know, we were closer than normal, but I wasn't his, you know, that father type to him, you know, that he was searching for. So it was just kind of funny how he just, like, backpedaled on that <laughs> I did a – was that word that they, they kept – that Cornette kept saying that he was trying to make famous? Him oh, Destrius or Destrioso. It sounds like, oh, my God. Dest- oh, oh. I'll, <laughs> I'll think about it. Because they were like, this was the biggest waste of time trip we've ever had in our entire life. Like, <laughs> Jim Ross is like, I'll never get back that time that we wasted. I don't know. Dest- Destrotrosity? Destrucity. Yeah. That's what it was. Destrucity. Yeah. <laughs> What? It's the name of the galaxy and a warrior. That comic book that he made up. It's like when Bart and, and Milhouse created, uh, what was it, Biclops, that superhero comic from Lens Crafters. They had like 9,000 copies they were sitting on and caused, you know, comic book guy to have a heart attack. Biclops. Oh, oh my destricity. God. BRB. All right, you have fun with that. I'm going to wait to talk the, the main event or the semi-main event until Alice gets back. But, yeah, if you guys haven't seen that dark side of the ring on Warrior, it's a trip. It is a real trip because I didn't even know he had a first wife before Dana Warrior. And then how they, they talk about how he legally changed his name so the, the WWE couldn't not allow him to be to use Warrior and – which a lot of people knew, but then there's like, they're showing him as a public speaker and he's like getting into it with people. And like some of the, some of the, the things that he would say to people were just like unfathomable. I couldn't believe some of the things that that was, that was like quoted from his, his motivational speaker senses. Cause he, he thought he was suddenly going to become a motivational speaker somehow, but he was, he was a trip. I mean, this was this was one of the interesting episodes. I know a lot of people, and I think about this all the time now. A lot of people talk about the collision in Korea with how Two Cold Scorpio made a prison shank and was going to kill Road Warrior Hawk in Korea at that final dinner. That every time when we when I hear Two Cold Scorpio on our intro, I'm just like, this dude was going to kill Road Warrior Hawk. <laughs> in North Korea where they probably would have never let him leave the country ever. Like he'd still be there somehow. Like, you know, that's that like, like Chris Benoit kept trying to say, like, if you, if you kill him in Korea, you're, you'll never, they'll never allow you to leave with the way that they were being treated. So then he's like, all right, once we got off the plane in, in Japan, I was going to, I was going to take him out right in the airport. And then Hawk came up to him and like apologized for everything. He's like, I don't have any steroids or, or drugs or whatever. And so I'm just, I'm not myself. And he's like, all right. And then they squashed it or whatever. But 
Like, <laughs> you look at the Warrior thing and you you just see some of the things that he's talking about. And he's doing these interviews about, you know, his comic book line and um, his different ways he was going to like change the way people talked in the world. And destrucity was going to become a household word that he wanted to use the WWF, WWE platform to, you know, try to, try to, get over if you will each and every day it was it was some of the wackiest stuff i have ever heard but those dark sides are really good they, the the pillman one was great the nick gage one was great um obviously we had the warrior one there was also the north korea one we still got the the grizzly smith jake roberts one which should be really good too um but those are fun if you haven't seen those but um i do like I said, I, I want to. We got to talk the main events and the semi-main events: Kenny Omega, Pac, Orange Cassidy, and also the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacles. So did which, the Don? Did you already talk to Triple? Triple? No, I was going to wait for you because that's where I'm in a dilemma spot. Uh oh. So the uh, <laughs> the Cyrus the Virus spot really threw you off, huh? No, no, the the dextrosity of of near the end of the. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I got done watching this match, like the callous thing kind of got me, but then I was kind of like, whatever, you know, at that point, because, because he was so over that I, I was, mm. I, I was like, okay, I'm fine with it now. Okay. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, they, they got me to the point where I thought Cassidy might win. I was like, oh my God, Pac's going to pin Cassidy. Like they got me a few times, even though I was so I was so positive that there's no way Kenny was going to lose, which he didn't. And deep down, I knew he wasn't going to, but it was nice to just kind of go, oh, maybe not. They had me um, question it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, my God, could they pull? I mean, the the imaginary roof literally would have blew off, uh, you know, all over through Jacksonville onto that stadium stampede that was taped for four days um, over if, if OC pulled it off. But, hey, it's just something later for when it happened, you know, stay at a 10,000 seat arena, uh, that, that's going to be the decibel level will, will be off the charts. Um, so the, the thing was, uh, <laughs> um, that, that, that got me as I had written down uh, four and three quarters, five stars on this match. Okay. And I was like, God did, Good enough that it go that I give it the full five, because it's just tremendous. This is one of the best matches I've seen this year. Like it wasn't, like it wasn't on the level of some of those other ones, like Shingo Osprey and things like that. But it was mm-hmm. damn, 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 damn good. And then I stopped when okay, with knowing there's no way, even though I bit that Kenny was going to lose, maybe I should go to four and three quarters. And that's okay. kind of where I started venturing. Because, as I've always said to you, if i got to think about it, it's not a five, right? Correct. What, I mean, when, but when Pac, I, Pac, definitely, uh, like, wow. It, may, what, it makes me woman, miss him. Oh, I know. God, he's so good. Like, one woman that we're going to talk about here coming up in a little bit who's, um, who's going to be at Cyber Fight, her man, Yuka Sakazaki, her and Shoko Nakajima, um, two years ago at Ultimate Dance Party, when it was done, I went that was a five star match. That's one of the best mm-hmm. matches of the year. It's going in my top ten, no matter what. 
I didn't even have to think about it. So that's why I got to kind of drop this down. But then the one thing that kind of irked me, and I've talked to a few people about this, is was it overkill that Pac got up four belt shots? <laughs> like, you it's know what I mean? Off. Like, like in, in the fact that he stood up after a 25-minute match or however long that was, and then ate another one and then stood back up and ate another one and then stood back up and ate another one and then stood back up and ate a fourth one. Like, maybe they should have – like, I thought the idea behind it was really creative, and mm-hmm. I liked that. But couldn't he have hit Pac and then hit Cassidy and then Cassidy. hit Pac and then hit Cassidy again type thing? I mean, or, there's four belts for it. Went Cassidy and then Pack and then Cassidy and Pack and then, you know, as he starts buying his time, Cassidy manages to get back to his feet and then hits the punch like he did out of nowhere. But then you're not like, because here is here is my 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 scare is, you know, say say down the line here, Pack takes a belt shot to the back of the head or something and he loses from it, mm-hmm. then all your credibility is gone from this match. <laughs> well, he is a mighty mouse. <laughs> oh God! But I mean, I, I was kind of with the fans. You know, they were chanting bullshit. You know, as as Callus is tossing belts into the ring. You know, it just seemed like a forced finish. Like you couldn't figure out something. I mean, yeah, it was a pinfall. It wasn't DQ or anything, obviously. But you know, it's and the finish was great. The punches were great. You know, again, it had you on the the edge of your seat there. But I thought what was brilliant is it was a crucifix in. That picked mm-hmm. up the victory. You know, yeah. it wasn't, you know, nine, 19 V triggers. It wasn't, you know, uh, you know, a uh, one-winged angel, you know, off the top or through a table or anything of that liking. It was just, you know, everyone was staggered. This was, you know, almost a 30-minute match. And, you know, the, these guys gave them their all, you know, whether it was a Superman punch or, or pack being pack. Um, but, you know, I, I, I would say this was definitely – a four and three quarter, I, I, I would go with. I don't know about the ultimate five. Yeah, I, I thought it was just as five. exciting with the tag match with the, with the Bucks and Moxley and Kingston. I would say it was probably up there for for the best you know matches of the event. I mean, this definitely was the best match of the night. I did. I'm just like, man, it, like I, I I would have liked it more if he would have like dropped like like fell down with like a driving attack onto him with the with mm-hmm. one of the belts. Like have him get up after the second. When he's doing the third, have him like maybe to his knees and then drop it on him on his back or something and then take the fourth and then drive it into his face while he's laying down. Hmm. You know, but don't have a guy stand nice. up from you know, three belt shots in a row after he's just taken all this. And it was weird too. It was like Cassidy would beat up Omega, and then Pac would beat up Cassidy. That's just kind of mm-hmm. went the whole time. Like it was like one would beat one, and then the other always beat the other. But I don't know. Like, and, and I know, I know, I'm nit, probably nitpicking, and I get that. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna split the two numbers. I'm just gonna go four and a half because it was my favorite match of the night. More four and a half. I think it's a perfectly acceptable number. It was a great match. One of the twenty best matches I've seen all year, easily. Four and a half. I'm going. I just man. Ooh. I was so into it, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is taking forever. Like, <laughs> he should be Forever. Dead. Forever. <laughs> and, and like you said, you could tell some of the crowd was getting a little restless. Mm-hmm. 
And and they did help it by doing the quick thing with Cassidy after. Like that was nice. Um then we had this, this stampede. I went three and a half. It was it was what it was. I thought there was some really fun things. Um I, I laughed at Urban Meyer going, Holy shit. I thought that was kinda of funny. <laughs> uh, I I I I cringed when Guevara goes into a room and, and Sean Spears is there with a spotlight somehow on him. Like, what is, what are you doing here? Why, why are they doing a, a, a well, because they were obviously team. foreshadowing that Sammy Guevara would be the spotlight, the star, the show stealer of this match of the stadium stampede as he was with blood and guts. So we mm-hmm. definitely could see a very nice, uh, you know, push for Sammy Guevara, uh, you know, truly deserved, especially, you know, w- with him growing, you know, learning from that mistake that was, you know, unearthed last year, you know, from, from that podcast that he was on. And, you know, he's, you know, bettering himself. That's all you can ask. And, mm-hmm. you know, he and, you know, it, it hasn't, you know, taken away from his performance in the ring. And, you know, I think, you know, this guy, and we've been saying this for years, you know, we've always been enthralled with this talent, you know, even pre-AWL. You talk to the dude in Japan. You talk, We talked to him, you know, in Chicago. We talked to him here and there. And just such a nice, nice uh, guy here. And um, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be big. You know, the crowd's behind him. He he can do, you know, a various, you know, move sets and, and can kind of work with various opponents. And I, I think it's going to be his time. You know, maybe not now. But, you know, leading into, you know, next year and then, you know, who knows whether it's the TNT title, a tag team championship or, you know, lo and behold, you know, maybe he's the one to, you know, unseat Kenny, even though I highly doubt it. But he will definitely be a contender later on. Why don't they, you know, that's a perfect thing. Have, have, um, have Guevara and Proud and Powerful, Proud and Powerful. Be your first six-man tag champ. Be the trio? Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. That'd be a nice little thing. Nice little thing. Can they call themselves then... LAX Part 2? <laughs> you can, you Shout can out to, have... to Conan DJing, by the way. Yeah, Conan DJing. I was like, dear God. And then he's he's standing there waiting for Tully to swing for like <laughs> six minutes. I was like, yeah. why is he just standing behind Tully this whole time? He's just standing there. And I'm like... Would you not make it so obvious that you're going to do this? <laughs> what did you think of the spurlunking opener with the inner circle? Uh, it was what it was. It, it was supposed to be just this wild thing. I mean, it was fine. I mean, I mean if it was filmed over four days, they, they could have edited it a little bit better. <laughs> this was filmed over four days? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no wonder... Uh, no wonder MJF had way more color when they came down. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I mean it, this was fine. I I really liked the original Stadium Stampede. I know it was something that was not in your wheelhouse, if I remember correctly. Uh, I just of course, hated the damn Hardy shit. The pool. I see. I rewatched the first Stadium Stampede earlier in the day. So I was really hyped for you know. Double or nothing. Um, but, I, you know, I, I had fun. It was something where I'm like, I don't know if I'd watch that again for, you know, quite a while. Or, you know, obviously this is this will be a new staple match for the company. So we'll see this every, you know, double or nothing here. Um, but 
you know, it, it is what it is. You know, two factions. I don't know if it's great for the pinnacle to, to lose, you know, back-to-back here. Uh, but I'm happy they didn't do, again, the obvious here and have the inner circle break up. I think they're, they're great, you know, when they had on the Go Home show the take a look back at the inner circle's career with Eric Bischoff making another appearance. Uh, and I thought this was great, you know, and I was like, okay, maybe they're, you know, are going to break them up, you know, which is fine, you know, depending on what they'll do with, you know, this person or that person, but happy that we could still see the hijinks and uh, is the pinnacle buried after now losing the two big matches and, you well, know, MJF they, pretty much looking like a fool. They won blood and guts. Or blood and guts. Yeah, that's right. They did win that. Yeah, they won that. Up. Yeah, that's so right. That's, that's right. I kind of felt like I kind of they felt had to get their like, win uh, back. Yeah, I, and then there was a part of me that, well, I know they can get, the, they, you know, it'll give them their win back, but this company doesn't always do fifty-fifty booking immediately. They take their time, kind of like some of the smarter companies do, where the guy eventually gets their win back. Mm. You know, why why kill the steam of the pinnacle? And the other thing I thought too was, you know, this would let proud and powerful finally get off on their own. Sammy can go make a name for himself. I think Fozzie's got a tour coming up, so Jericho can get ready for that. And then Swagger can go do another Bellator fight. So I thought there was, there was like, maybe they will lose so they can kind of prolong some of this stuff. Ah. But, you well, know, it's, it's fine. I, like, I'm not mad. They, I, I'm fine. They, I didn't care really who won. I, was, I trust this company. But, um, yeah, I mean, there was some stuff that was a little hokey, but I, it was fine. It was what it was. I, Wardlow yeah, and... I, and Hager beat the piss out of each other. That was great. <laughs> what about the, uh, the 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 pig meat hanging from the ceiling in the freezer? Yeah, I mean, and and the big men, you know, it's it, it's what we wanted. I, I, you know, Sammy, and also Sammy being the guy driving the golf court cart this time. That was cool. Again, just a nice throwback. You know, I I. Again, well, I don't know if I'd have watched this again right away. You know, like, oh, let me spend another, you know, 35 minutes. Uh, you know, as a fan, you know, in the audience, you know, are you kind of miffed that 90%? Yeah, I, I would have thought a little bit more would have been live, but it was just like, where was the rest of the pinnacle? Where was everyone else, you know, as as Sammy and, you know, is getting the, the victory over uh, uh, Sean Spears here? And, I, you know, it's... It's fine. This is the feel-good moments. Shout out to um, uh, that picture that I can't remember who t- Urban Meyer tweeted out where it's him, Tony Khan, MJF, and Jericho watching the match as it's happening. Really? Yeah, it's like, dude, I understand kayfabe's dead, as I've said. That's it, it too is much. It is. But there's, there's one person I don't want in these photos, and that's MJF. Because oh, he's the MJF. one guy. He's the one dude that still lives it. It's like, so that mm-hmm. sucks that that happened. Yeah. Like, like somebody, uh, Jordan asked me, he said, what if it would have been like um, Guevara and Spears? And I, said, I wouldn't care because we know wrestling's fake and they're all friends anyway. Mm-hmm. But MJF still lives it. That's the one guy who is different. And I just, I didn't want to see him in that light because that changes it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn it. You know, I went to care. Well, what, what did you think of the the same aspect? You know, during the uh, the media scrum, you know, Tony Khan's like, "Don't worry, guys, there were no snakes in there. Peta, don't get on us. There was no real snakes." 
I think that's like, him being a smart ass. Yeah, but it's just like no, no well, it's like no shit. No, he seemed pretty adamant about it. Oh, did he? Or I didn't see it. It's just like, well, no shit. You have to make a thing out of it. Like, why are you making the littlest thing that everybody knows? Because we, we didn't see a snake. So, obviously, it's a way down with something other than a reptile. So, it's just like, we're, we're not all idiots. I thought the whole point of this company was, you know, to say, hey, stop being treated like idiots and to watch us. Maybe, maybe he's just nervous that there is somebody that that's as dumb as Drake Younger who... Was we gonna really? Well, you should have emailed the president of PETA a week prior and said, "Hey, this is what's gonna happen. No real yeah, there you go. harms." <laughs> yeah, it's it's, but it was it was a really good. Like I really liked the show. One of the better shows I've seen in a long time. But AEW always, I think, delivers. You know, they're usually at, at about a seventy percent approval rating. But I, I would put this, you know, in the eighty-five percent. Style. Yeah, this was this was really good. Um, oh, Hell in a Cell is June twentieth, by the way. Uh oh, June twentieth. Uh, oh so damn it! I'll be in a in a forest that day. Oh, you lucky, day, huh? I, Have I, they announced any matches for that? Um. Charlotte and Rhea Ripley and Lashley and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> what is this? WrestleMania Backlash Part 4? <laughs> what the hell oh, is no. going on? They How do you get rid of Heidi Lovelace and just keep doing the same shit? Because this company's trash. Trash! What, what is going to be the big show on June 6th? Um, cyber fights. No, it's obviously NWA when our shadows fall pay-per-view on fight TV. They're, they're really running against cyber fights. 2021. <laughs> Main Festival event. 2021. Nick Aldis defends the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against the Battle Royal winner Trevor Murdoch. Whoa, that guy's still working, huh? <laughs> anyway, World Women's Championship match, Serena Deeb taking on Camille. Ooh. Uh, World Tag Team Championship match, Aaron Stevens and Kratos taking on Crimson and Jack Stane and also taking on representing the uh, the the group with Nick Aldis, Thomas Latimer and Chris Adonis. Then you have a tag team fatal four-way between Latimer looks and... like if Buddy Murphy had a older brother, it'd be that guy. <laughs> uh, um, oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's him and Chris Masters. Who's uh, this Camille? Have you uh, seen any she, of her work? She was the muscle for Nick Aldis back in the day. That really tall chick that was dating Braun Strowman. Oh yeah, okay, okay. She's gotten better. She's got she's gotten she's a lot tall. better. Um. For a tag team fatal four way, the end Perro and Otison, who had some world tag league fun, taking on Marche Rocket, yeah. who uh, was annihilated by Brody Lee and Slice Boogie. Uh, well, a lot of people want Slice Boogie on Dark, so maybe that'll happen. <laughs> uh, taking on Mecha Wolf and Bestia six six six, and Uh-oh. also Sal Ronaldo and Rudo. I'm excited uh, to see the end 
you know, kind of taking some booking. I, I really did enjoy their stuff in all. Yeah, they were fun. Uh, then we have a grudge match: Dub Pope taking on Tyrus. <laughs> what? God, why are they letting Tyrus wrestling? Tyrus is in fucking. He's idiot. in worse shape now than he was before. By the way, he just he's got battling like a... bullshit on Fox News like an <laughs> asshole. Then we have the fearless and fantastic battle between Thunder Rosa and Melina as they take okay. on Karen Terrell and Kylie Ray. What's a fearless and fantastic battle? What does that entail? Uh, I think they're saying that Taryn Terrell and Kylie Ray are fantastic. And Taren that Thunder Terrell, Rosa... Taryn Terrell! Taryn Terrell! <laughs> Only reason why I watched Treme, I was like, Taryn Terrell does what? <laughs> and then... In the debut versus Destiny match, JTG taking on Fred Rosser, formerly known as uh, Jared Young. I mean, that could be good. What did you think of Rosser on Strong, by the way? I thought he was cool. Like, I could tell he hadn't worked in a while, but I thought he was okay. I, I You know what I thought of JTG at that uh, that uh, yeah. DXS you know? show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he's... The two in the morning, he's doing a death match with Doctor Cube. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Yo, low key, this we show actually a weekend. Like this low key kind of doesn't seem like a bad card. <laughs> I, Honestly, I, I, mine is. I mean, I didn't realize it. the Pope was still wrestling, so that could be good. Uh, Austin Idol, eh, I'm fine. Um, one, two, three. I mean, I don't know who the War Kings are, but I mean, these guys look like wrestlers. <laughs> um, who are the War Kings? I mean, honestly, all but one match, just because I really despise Tyrus. I, yeah, honestly, I think you're right, man. We might have to fight <laughs> TV this ish. Oh, the War Kings, ick, that's Crimson. I hate Crimson. Oh, never mind. Wait, Crimson isn't that Donovan Dijevic? Isn't it that guy? <laughs> no, that's uh, Amazing Red's uh, brother from TNA in the day. Wait a second, but he's like three amazing reds in one. <laughs> Maybe they have different fathers. <laughs> I'll probably bootleg this show. I ain't gonna lie. This might be kind of fun. I was doing that as a joke. I said, read this card and I was like, in a weird-ass way, I'm kind of excited to see this. I mean, I, I'm intrigued to see it. I don't know about this picture that I'm sending you. Uh, of course, I'm really bummed. Uh, Riot Fest in, uh, in Chicago in September. Fantastic card. The Pixies, a Nine Inch Nails, my favorite, Run the Jewels, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, but why, oh why, which tickets sold out, which I'm pissed because I totally would have got them this weekend, uh, but why, oh why, Ryan, does Billy Corgan look like a homeless man found near the Juliet prison? <laughs> he lives he'll, an Adam Sandler life. Or he just dresses like a bum. Apparently, but jeez. I mean, I want to get that rich where I could just do that instead of me dressing like a bum, uh, you know, without money. But uh, you know when I don't look like a bum, Ryan, is when I put on my fresh tees from ProWrestlingTeam.com forward slash WrestleCast. The choose from over nine designs, all different, Nineteen ninety nine. Of course, we got some classic Boom Shakalakas, legit entitled The Classic, uh, Kanji, Dream Imperial Bro, and of course, our two Pro Wrestling Summit shirts you could represent every, like you can every Friday night at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
over on twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Radio! I would like to hear. I um, like that. Add it to the uh, new sounder. <laughs> Cyber fight, though. Uh, the, the real thing. 15 matches, man. This I'm so excited for a six-hour wrestling show. matches. <laughs> like, I, you know how excited I am for a bunch of, just a ton of, like, a long DDT-style six-hour Russell Peel, Peter Pan from Saitama-type show. This is going to be great. It's going to rock. Six hours. Are um, they having any dark matches like they usually uh, run? No, because every company's shown. So there's three pre-show matches. Uh, opener is uh, Mirai Mayumi, uh, Suzumi, uh, Haruna Neko, Moka Miyamoto, Whoa. and Arisu Endo taking on Nao Kakuda, Raku, Palm Harajuku, Mahiro Kairu, and Kaya Toribami. Uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro offering match, obviously. Second is the starting Battle Rumble rules match. Who's Nobody your pick out of that, by the way? Is there anybody Nico or uh, Suzumi? I'm out of out of it's a tag match. I'm, oh, uh, Mariah Mayumi to get the pinfall. She Ooh. she was uh, she was in the match. Um, I'm trying to think of what it is so you'd recognize her. She tagged with she tagged with Sayori and O, the the chick that we got. Yeah, into, love her. Um, yeah, uh, against Saki Akai and I can't remember the other partner where she ended up leaving. Oh, that, that really hot chick. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Mahiro Kairu, I think it is. Um, but they all left together and left Sayori and O by herself in the ring, and they yes. just like, screw you. That She yep. was in that match. Okay. Nice, um, nice. So that should, be, that should be a fun little match. Are these three pre-matches going to be shown? They should, because they usually always show the pre-show matches on the DDT shows, too. Okay. Like, they'll just start filming and just let it go. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea who's in this uh, battle royal match. Um, Twenty-one person. Uh, yeah, uh, Yoshiaki Yatsu, um, who had his uh, le- right leg amputated below the knee. Ooh. So <laughs> he's the only one. It's his return for to DDT. Uh, we'll have to try to dig into that. Any Joshi? Um, do you think uh, since it says person? You know, now that you said that, let me go over to that DDT site that we used to always look at that would have all that, that dramatic DDT. Oh, Maybe yeah. there's a listing for this. Let me go to the current schedule while we're while we're here. And then the third pre-show match: a six-man tag team: Kaisuke Ishii, Ken Oka, and Shota yeah! taking on Okuki Iwasaki, Shuchiro Katsumura, and Yumihito Imanari. Man, I can't wait. We're gonna get the. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Ken Oka, man. That's like my favorite wrestling music yes, in the yes. world. And I, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I might have to try to get that in the soundboard before the show. I'm not going to lie. Um, he looks like the Puro version of the technical legends. Ken Oka's the deal, man. Uh, Shuichiro Katsumata is really tight, too. So is uh, uh, Koki Iwasaki. Yubihito Yamanari, too. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a really, it's the Gambar Pro match. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. Staggered Edition Battle Royal, as they call it. Yoshiaki Yatsu, Toru Owashi, Kazuki Hirata, Gokyo, Makoto uh, <laughs> Oishi, Saki Akai, Antonio Honda, Yusuke Okada, Yuya Kuroku, Yuji Hino, Mohamed Yone, 
Shuhei Taniguchi, Akatoshi Saito, Masao Inoue, Yunomanase, and Shu Sakura. So nice. a couple of Tokyo Joshi Pro, a couple of Noah, a couple of DDT, a couple of Ganbar. I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. Did you open that link I sent you guys and said this is a flipping treat? Antonio Honda, I, I was trying to, but, but the hills. Dude. I that, will watch it for next show. I was bummed that it was Antonio Honda and Dick to go, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to trust the process. I, I'm telling you, this, this, is, this is a Honda none of you guys have seen before. This is, this is the Honda back when he was like, when he was, I think he was in a happy motel with, uh, um, with, with Endo and Takashita and like was okay. working against like Abushi and Omega and stuff. Like this is why Omega had Honda in that, that match when he worked um, DDT that one year at the ultimate party. Mm-hmm. Because um, yep, yep. you're going to be, sh- I'm just going to say you're going to be shocked. And by the oh. end of this match, the raw emotion that you're going to have watching this, and the as excited as the crowd is, you're going to go, "Holy shit!" Honda and Dick Togo ruled. In <laughs> I have, I'm so did that, did that like do anything for you, like forgiveness wise of Dick Togo uh, no. in 2020 and his evil uh, assistance? No. Because he doesn't need to have a stupid garut wire all the time. Like, he's a really he's a good worker, and you forget that. And we get the glimpses. Like, remember, um, I I don't remember if, if you hadn't had enough time to watch it because I don't think we talked about it. But when he was in that uh, that All Japan Junior tournament a couple years ago, he was mm-hmm. really fun in that thing. And you watch hmm. it like, man, this dude could still work. And then you're like, God, he's so good. And then you're like. This dude's, been, this dude's been wrestling since the nine, like mid nineties. God, he's good. Oh, Jesus, that's true. He was at a Survivor Series, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he's in Kaiyantai. You know, way back in the Be day. Choppy. <laughs> so yeah, I, I promise you, you're gonna watch that Endo Honda match and go, "Oh my, this is incredible." <laughs> um, then we get the uh, the opener, DDT versus yes. Noah Battle, Yukino and Toy Kojima versus Juta Miyawaki and Kenny Okada. Kind of a little little uh, little young in there. I, I'm I'm excited that Yukino is going to be in there with Miyawaki and Okada. I think that's going to help them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And we get Toy Kojima in there too, which is cool. Um, and, and it's it's a nice spot too for him. Uh, then we get the three-way match provided by Tokyo Joshi Pro. We get Rika yes. Tatsumi, Miyu Watanabe, Shoko Nakajima, Hyper Masao, and then Nonoka Tenma and Yuki Aino. Uh, that should be a fun little match. Um, also, um, we have I just closed I just closed the window that had matches in a different match order. Yeah, so, uh, have them on the Wikipedia has a six-man tag match. Damnation, Daisuke Sasaki, Tetsuya Endo, and Soma Takao. Oh, no, I forgot uh, why I Of course, with Mad Pauly taking on Chris Brooks and the 37, Kamina, which, of course, is Shunma, Katsumata, and Mao, which is a fantastic go. death match pairing of my dreams. Yeah, for whatever reason, the thing I was looking at had that uh, the Daydream Bakaretsu sister Nakajima Hyper Mastal combo match um, uh, ahead of it. That was weird. Uh, then we had the the uh, um, isn't that another... crazy? How that's I mean, if, if the Wikipedia matchup lineup is is to be desired, that damnation is going to be like <laughs> match. See, in this, I I feel like the thing that I have is off of that DDT site. So 
I don't know. I guess I guess it, it's weird. Well, we'll see how it ends up going. Um, yeah. Another Tokyo Joshi Pro match. We had uh, Kara Noah and uh, Mizuki and uh, Yuki Arai taking on the Saitama Ito Respect Army 2021. Yuki Kamafuku. God bless her. Oh, uh, nice. Marika Kobashi and Maki Ito. I'm Maki Ito. Hello, motherfuckers. I can't wait. Is she going to get the biggest pop of the night? She might. I'm going to take a drink. Uh, she plug, plug, plug how the last hour gets heard and uh, close us out for the live while I take a big chug here. Nice, nice. So uh, thank you for listening live. All you two people out there, uh, you can listen to us on a podcastable <sighs> format, starting within, hopefully within an hour. Of course, on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just type in Strong Style Media, subscribe, review, and thank you. Yeah. Uh, then we have the the Noah offering match here. Uh, their turn. Momono Saishun Atsushi Kotoge, the current cha- junior champion, nice. and the new yep. junior tag team champions Daisuke Harada and Hashimi Ohara, who just won those. Uh, oh shit! I'm giving a spoiler for you. I don't know if you're gonna watch it, but they the planning uh, on it. And Hayata of Singer also bringing Seki Yoshioka. Uh, Yoshioka lost to Kotoge, and then Harada and Ohara beat Ogawa and Hayata to win the junior tag. So they now have all the juniors. So Yoshioka turned? Uh, Seiki Yoshioka is with Stinger, yes. In the continuing Nostalgia Rungai Karasuka. But I see him wearing a a Shugi shirt. Look, I don't know, man. Look, Nostalgia Rungai throws out a dartboard. (laughs) And just goes... Ah, fuck it. We're going to put him in a Momono Saishun. Like, one day he's just going to split up every faction and put the Rattels back together. We're taking Hayata from Stinger. We're taking, um, we're taking Harada back out of Momono Saishun. Uh, we're grabbing Yohei from, um, I can't remember the other faction. And uh, we're taking Tadasuke from Congo, and we're just going to start the Rattels again. And we're back. I, it's did you order your Congo shirt yet, by the way? No, I want to order that tracksuit, though. Where are they selling the tracksuit? I don't know. I got to do some digging. Maybe I'll look tonight. I got, I got to play a little bit of the show, and I want to watch some of this wrestling. I got to work at 830, so I need to – I'm in a perfect world, I can watch the Deeb Reho and Dragon Gate and get to bed by 3, so I can get up at 8. Jesus. Or you can go get then, laid. No, Sorry, I this is WrestleCast Radio after. That's why I said I took a big chug. I, I had a, I had a uh, a lemon vodka water that I made that was Whoa. just all, all uh, I it had ice in it at the start of the show and now it's just liquid. <laughs> I was like, ah, I forgot about this. I'm gonna take a giant chug now. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into the bread and butter and this shit. Oh, there's that shirt. I remember when you texted me, you're like, is Dan Shoko Dito going to teabag that shirt? I said, not if he wants to live. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. That's something I wanted to talk to you about, too, and I forgot. But you didn't, you didn't see Masala's show. Because um, it leads into this match as a, as, with it. Um, okay. Well, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't spoil anything. So at the end of the uh, Sugera Sakuraba um, national title match at the Masala yep. show, Dito and Sasadago Machine come and they get on the apron and, and they start talking and Sugera's like, get the hell out of here. What are you, <laughs> they invaded Noah. a tribute show? Yep, and then Dino's trying to get in the <laughs> ring and, and Sugera's like, don't That's come awesome. in my ring. 
He's like, don't you come in my ring or I'm going to beat your ass. And Dino kind of got back on the apron. <laughs> and, and like, Dino kept trying to do it. And Sugar's like, it. I'm going to beat your ass if you come in this ring. And then Dino, Dino was like adjusting his, his like ass line of his pants and like threatening that he's going to show him his butthole. And, and, so, and then they, then they do a, a, a live mini PowerPoint to ask him how their oh how match is going to go. They, 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 they have like laminated sheets and, Sasadon goes like, first you have option A, and, and Dino holds up uh, the letter A with some writing, and then he's like, this is the match tip, and he takes it away, and it's, it's them spinning around, doing the bat spin where you put your head on the bat and spin around. Oh. And uh, nice. Sagara's looking at Sakuraba, and Sakuraba's like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> and then, and then like, so Dino's like, I'm gonna go punch Sakuraba, and Sagara's like, don't come in my ring, and then Dino's scared, scared, so he doesn't get in. And uh, they're like, or you could have option B. And then they do the slide with B on the apron. And then he pulls it, and it's the Sugi and Saku tag titles that they wear that have their, their like, nickname on the title. They're, like, custom-made belts they just wear because they think they're tight. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we want to face you for the Sugi-Saku titles. And they're like, okay, we don't care. We'll fight you however you want to do it. And then Sasanago's <laughs> like, well, maybe we'll do A and B. And then oh Dino starts to get in the ring, and he's like, I'm going to beat your ass. And then he doesn't come in. So then Sasadango gets in his face, and then Dino comes running from behind him, and he's standing there. And, and Sukar and Sakuraba are like, like fake punching him, and they kind of get a little scared. And they end up leaving. They're like, we'll see you at Cyber Fight. And then Sugar punches at Sakuraba as hard as he can, and Sakuraba ducks, and he's like, that's the second time you've done this since the match is over, and Sugera's laughing. He's like, I'm going to get you one of these times. I'm like, these guys are fake <laughs> trying to punch each other in the mouth. <laughs> you got these guys doing a PowerPoint at them, and they're like, we're going to kill you <laughs> if you come in this ring. It was, it was awesome. And that's awesome. It's the, the Noah English commentary, I, I really enjoy them. These two British those guys. British books? Yeah. I don't know. I love those dudes for some reason. I think Do they have the English commentary on Universe? Yes. Yes, this, the the Masala show was uh, was full English. Wow. Yeah, and, I might have to check that out. And the one guy, kind of like Jay, will narrate the promo. Cool, cool. So it's, it's really cool. Um, so, but anyway, I just I I was thinking about that. Then, oh my god! And then there was holy shit, man! This so this show is so good. Like, how are are you gonna are you are you gonna watch this Masala show or or can, can I tell you? I'm more? gonna try. Is it five okay. hours? Uh, no, it's like four or three. <laughs> That's a big difference. Four well, I'm trying three. to No, it was, it, I think it was like three. I'd probably watch like four of the top matches. Um, man, I don't know if it's in the final four. But did you see the angle from the tag title match? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Which Who now turned the fallouts? Um, so after the tag, which, which, okay, let's be fair. Let me ask you this. If the aggression faced the 50 funky powers. So if you had Nakajima and Masaki Tamiya taking on, uh, uh, Mohamed Yone and Shuhei Taguchi, we know who's winning this match, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's so, not like it would be, you know, hair versus hair. Oh, so you do know you piece of shit. Or what? <laughs> What no, I'm talking do? about super funky Sasadango. <laughs> That's like two <laughs> So you did see that that the Nakajima Kitamiya thing. 
Maybe. Is that I thought it was a fake promo I saw. So are they really the depression so, already like torn apart, even though A baller ass name and B oh, baller ass duo. Oh, I I I love it. It's that so there's um I let me I wonder if I can find it here. Um Really quick, let's. I'll run through the rest of this. That I, that give your thoughts. I wonder on, which I, one's gonna pull a Kevin Nash and get a haircut because he has a movie to film. <laughs> a lot of the Punisher. I so I have the transcript the, from the promo. Um, Ooh. But he yeah he lays out like he beats the shit out of Nakajima after the match. Just really? annihilates him. Yeah. Holy oh shit. my god! And I and this is after they that. they win too. And he like um. Who was it from? I can't remember. Who. Oh, uh, Manabu Soya, the other big cat. Okay. He rolls Nakajima out of the ring and throws him over his shoulder and has to walk him to the back. Wow. Kita Mia beat the shit. It was, I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. But I found the transcript. I'll, I'll run through the rest of the That match isn't on this show. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's kind of figured. It's, a lot of it's starting to get figured out. I'll. I'll I'll read through the rest of this card and then let you talk about the matches and things you're excited about. And then I'm going to find this transcript so I can read you this, 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 uh, um, did, did you see the press conference where Nakajima beats the shit out of him back? <laughs> no, I did not. They go to like face off. And, and as they start walking towards each other, Nakajima just, just boots him in the gut and then just starts lighting him up and just like throws him underneath the table and just laughs and walks away at him. Like it's, dude, yeah. I'm, I'm, hype for this but um talk about a total eclipse (laughs) so we do have the first of the ddt versus uh oh man yep and it it makes even more sense because he's not in this man okay they're thinking ahead uh congo versus ddt uh for the noah versus congo thing said shiro takagi akito kazusana haguchi yukio sakaguchi naomi oshimura and yukio naya taking on kano Katsuko Nakajima, Manabu Soya, Hao, Nia, and Tadasuke. Um, we then get the second match between the two, as we mentioned, Dan Shoko Dino and Super Sasanago Machine against the Sugara Goon, Takashi Sugara, and Kazushi Sakuraba. With a third one, we get Hideki Okatani, who was a young boy that we're, we're excited. Uh, he's getting fed to Masakita Mia, who is aggressive, as his former tag team name says. <laughs> Um, and then the other one, this, should, this is this is like your semi-main before the titles. The 37 Kamina, the rest of it. Yuki Ueno and Kinosuke Takashita. Yes. The, the ace in Yuki Ueno, who looks like he's being groomed to be the new ace. Next. Taking yep. on oh, Kaito yeah. Kiyomiya and Yoshiki Inamura. And it looks like Inamura is growing his hair back, or I think we're going to get the mohawk. This is going to okay. rock, man. We, we yeah, wanted... This is going to be a showcase all around for not oh, only man. both companies, but for the future of Piro. And Takashita's yeah, I mean, still, like, under 30. And he's, you know, just can transcend any style. Yeah, Takas- Takashita is 25, and Kiyomi Jesus. is 24. And Yuki Ueno is also 25. So is that going to be, you know, they're going to plant something in, until next year's Cyber Fight, where that's going to be one of the big singles matches? Oh, man, what if it's title for title? Woo! I'm like, wouldn't be against I- it. No, I wouldn't. They, they did that with, with Tenzan and Kojima back in, uh, we, like we had talked about, and that was just had big... I love how, and, by the way, uh, Sanchiro Takagi is such a 
a mark and also loves to uh what what do you call it? Satire. WWE by doing a you know Survivor Series ask Rob versus SmackDown where it doesn't mean <laughs> shit but it's still like company versus company it's just I, I love the little nuances that he that he has towards the company from Connecticut so I'm I'm guessing that it's going to go two two right yeah so I does DDT get the win back on Congo from Peter Pan. Oh, or do they job call. again? I think they job. So you're going Congo. Unless Aikido, I mean, I don't know. I dig Aikido. I dig what he does. I, I don't know. Like on that team, who's going, you know, Gucci might be getting that pin. I don't know. Is it going to be suplexing T-boning dudes? I don't know. Maybe. I, I just don't see anyone strong enough. I like Nayo. I mean, Sakaguchi's tight, but Sakaguchi's going to be the only saving grace. He's going to be climbing well, up people trying to make him tap out. I mean, I just so I I think if 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 we're both in the mindset that it's going to be unless Kano or not Kano, uh, Congo has you know more inner turmoil to cause that loss to again plant that seeds towards you know <laughs> that that big bash, then yes. I mean, that, so, be the only so as we'll, as as I'll, I'll I'll have better explanation when I find that transcript. Key to me is that this has nothing to do with Congo. This is between me and him. Okay. So if we're both on the, the agreement that it's it's going to go two two, so no company looks better. Okatani's not beating Key to Mia. Is that mm-hmm. is that you agree? I agree. So that means Noah's only winning one more match on this show. Hmm. It's it, I I believe Takashita and Ueno are going to win because I think Yoshiki Inamura can take the pin and they don't pin Kiyomiya. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? I agree with that, and you don't have you know Ueno getting pinned either. Exactly, and, and, so I think Takashita can take a pin and it won't you know it won't affect him one bit. I think Ueno doesn't affect Kiyomiya as he's yeah. been jabbing the champions for yeah. like a year and a half. I, I so I think Ueno is going to pin Inamura, so they can keep elevating Ueno. Yep. yep. Um, Fair bet. Which because I think he might be the one to beat Akiyama in the long run, but I don't know. We'll see. But do you think Sugara and Sakuraba are, like are they losing to Dino and Sasadango? To kind of go with what you pointed out, unless it's a deliberate squash which I think would, would make a lot of people happy, to be honest with you. Um, I think you either squash or, yeah, you have them, you have that surprise win. And, and I think with the disgust that you, you know, you kind of showcased with Segura, you know, against, uh, you know, Dino there, I think somehow Dino does something that, uh, <laughs> you know, would baffle the shit out of him where, you know, I could see, either grossing him out to either be distracted by it or, or, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe he's the one who gets teabagged and rolled up. It could happen. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think that'll be, I don't think he takes himself too seriously where he would be against that. If that makes Yeah, sense. I agree. You know, I, 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 think... I think he would have fun with that. The guy has a damn corgi he brings to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I he sells thirty-seven I, ninety-nine shirts with the face of the dog on it. So he's and, he's, and he's probably getting ducats. <laughs> yeah. I so I, I guess my general feeling then to talking it out with you is, if Congo wins, I think Dino and Sasadango win. If GDT wins, I think Sugaragun wins. Because mm. Kitami is not losing to a young boy before this match with Nakajima. Yeah. And I really think Wayno's pinning Itamura. So I think that kind of that kind of sums it up. Whichever whichever DDT or Noah team wins the first match, the opposite's going to happen the next match. I think. Or a clean sweep by DDT. Or three three one then. There's there's no way in hell not Akita me. Well, I shouldn't say that. You never know. I guess. All right, whatever. Now, now I'm now I'm working myself into a shoot confusion now. <laughs> But it's uh, but exciting. Then, it's it's Cyber Fight Festival 2021. Uh, big three, my match of the night, hands down that I'm excited for. Mio Yamashita defending against Yuka Sakazaki. I mm-hmm. don't think uh, Yamashita is going to lose it this fast, especially since Sakazaki had it for a year. But damn, is this going to be good? Oh, oh, oh man, this is, I I will say this is the. Number one match that has the ability to for sure be a five star match out of any of these matches mm-hmm. on the show. Like if I had to go, what's the one match that that is five and these are your your options? This is the one I'm picking. Fair enough. I mean, Yuka, um, uh, what am I giving go? Uh, Sakazaki, uh, the genie gimmick yeah, from yeah, AEW. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I she she's so. I mean, she looks like someone that shouldn't be able to look like she packs a punch and or an elbow, but she looks like she goes stiff as hell sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, I always look forward to her matches because I, I go in thinking one way and then I, you know, after the match ends, I'm like, wow, that was a brawl, <laughs> you know, in some instances where, you know, there, there definitely is no end, uh, you know, in fighting for, for Sakazaki, but I'm, I'm intrigued to see, you know, this match up here. And, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll trust your process and, and, you know, put this at the top of the list of, you know, possible, like you said, five stars. I mean, I, I don't think Muno Fuji's going to go. I like Harashima, you know, or Hiroshima, Harashima, what the hell? Uh, Hiroshima, um, Akiyama's doing good stuff, you know. Yeah, this is going to be good. Yeah, I, I could say single-wise, I think that tag match, uh, the one preceding, preceding it we are just talking about, I think that could possibly be. Yeah, that has, well. that's got four. I mean, you look at Kiyomiya's 24. Uh, they could be some Wales. Page Omega Young Bucks, you know, type of style. Yeah. So. Well, you have all these young guys who want to prove themselves, and you know they're going to go out there and try to do the best thing they can. So I, I think you're mm-hmm. right. I think Akiyama's been having a hell of a year. I think he low-key isn't getting enough credit for how good his, his first half of the year has been. I think this mm-hmm. is a good way to solidify it because, I mean, you know, months from now we got to – Try to do our first half uh, awards that usually come out in September. Yeah, maybe we'll get them out. You know what? We should September. start planning. <laughs> like, like so true. next week we should start planning everything and start building a list that we each have. And so then we got our draft. Oh, we still got a draft. We have so much we got to do. Oh, I, oh, I want to draft. We need to figure that out too. We we need to have a day where we can just sit and powwow and like just just talk. And go, okay, we need we want to do this and we want to do this, we want to do this, we want to do this, so we need to do this. And let's let's create a timeline. And like Ooh, try to really like do it. Because there's so much good stuff that we got going that we want to do and we're just 
we both fall into the thing where we go, oh, well, I got to do an extra thing at work and I got to do this. <laughs> and then this comes up and it's like, you know what? Let's just go. No, we have <laughs> or to you bust out in the hives like I did. Yeah. Like just all this random shit just happens, you know, or, you know, like I, I got that. We were going to do it the one time and then the damn thing wouldn't let us even log in. Like, yeah. On, and then it did log in next time, but none of their own. Also, did we get double charged? Did you get charged for that? Uh, yes, I definitely didn't get charged. I got, you did? Yeah, yes. Oh, I got to check my account then. Did you ever get your free months? No, I they didn't say nothing to me. Jerks. They're like, oh, they're just the boys that call Wolf. They did it again. <laughs> oh, no, asshole. Listen to the first 40 minutes. It's us cursing you, blog talk. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> um, but I, but yeah, I like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get we we did, we owe you guys content and we need to get there. We we should yeah. have been at two hundred episodes by now, and it's and I I take blame for that um, as the Alex, I'm sure, and it's it oh, is yeah, what it is. I was about to say it's it's definitely seventy thirty me. So. <laughs> but yeah, we will be coming back. I'm, I, <laughs> the grind will will return because there's a lot of good stuff. Um, oh, yeah. And then the main event. Which I, I found it interesting that Noah is made eventing the show, but I think it's kind of cool. I mean, this is a more story title. Keiji Muto, Naomichi Marafuji. I, a part of me, I don't know, does, does Muto retain? Is there really any reason to go from Muto to Marafuji? Like, I, I don't. I don't I mean, know. I mean, who means more, especially when you're playing a super arena? What do you want to see as that closing image? A new GHC heavyweight champion in you know in Marafuji or Muto, you know, kind of you know holding it up can barely get to the top turnbuckle and him holding up the title. Don't you think it's either? Like I think Marafuji's been doing great work in the last two years. I do too. You know, I do too. Barring from the stuff that we saw, I forgot if it was a carnival or or something where we're like, yeah, this isn't the Marafuji we know and love. But the last two years, you know, kind of bouncing from here and there and kind of, you know, gaining some ground in Noah, uh, I, I think he's been doing awesome, awesome work. He just seems rejuvenated. And Muda has tapped Marafuji the last, like, two or three tag matches they've been against each other. He's tapped uh, him with the figure four every time. So Interesting. Maybe maybe <laughs> they do go Marafuji. I just, in my head, I'm going, wouldn't it? it but then again, they should have had Kiyomiya beat him. Yeah. So, I don't know. Honestly, I'm not looking forward to this 42-minute match. Spoiler alert: 42 minutes. <laughs> will be this match. Yeah, I'm. I don't know what's going to happen with it. Uh, right? Over under seven exploders from Junakiyama is a match with Hiroshima. I hope there's 40. <laughs> <laughs> I, well played. I hope, man. I hope. I hope that. Uh, they're just smashing it. Kanoa criticized Takagi and said that he doesn't think of Noah at all. Talking all that smack. Damn. Over under two dance spots from uh, Harata during that rumble, by the way. Mm, yeah. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go over. Nice. Uh, okay. So here we go. I found this right here. So the, the so Kiyomiya and um, Nakajima were the same room, each one different table having their half of the tag titles 
on a podium there. Uh, first question was, um, why did you break up with Nakajima once again? He said, as I said yesterday, since I was a new disciple 10 years ago, I hated, hated, hated this bastard. It might have been a trivial accident, but I can't forget even what. And meaning of how Nakajima accidentally kicked him in that match when Taguchi moved. So that kind of triggered him a little bit. Really? Um, a single match is decided, but this fight between the two of us won't require any extra intervention. And, of course, Congo aren't involved either. Therefore, I'm going to request a cage match to eliminate what is unnecessary and make it an undisputed conclusion. Hey, look, there's a reason they're for a cage, not just let's put them in a yeah. cage. Fantastic. Then, the, then, the, then it goes. Have they had many cage matches? I've Do never you know? seen Noah ever in the history of the company have a cage. Wow, this truly. Is I could be wrong, match. but so then the next question is just Nakajima, and he's he's laughing. He says, "What are you talking about? I was the one who won the belt in the first place, and on top of that, you betrayed. So what are you asking, or what you are, what are you asking for with your traitor status? I hate you, sissy." How long have you been saying that? He laughs again. It looks so petty every time that you say it. Well, okay, you. If you lose, do you want to shave your head? Go back to the beginning? Because, you know, young boys, they have to shave their heads when they start. More psychology. Then the questionnaire goes, told to shave your head? Kitamiya says, no matter what, asshole, I will do it. Fucker, do you become shaven with all your followers cry and mourn because of his, his, his beautiful hair? Then it goes back to Nakajima. The loser, <laughs> lo- the loser loses his hair in a cage. Nakajima nods silently. Question back to Kitamiya. How will the tag belts be handled? Kitamiya says, I have a belt, and I'm holding it, and I won't give it back. This is Masa Kitamiya's GHC tag belt. Uh, Nakajima says, like I said earlier, I was the one who won it, and I was the one who defended it, so it's mine, right? And then you're not going to return it? Nakajima says, because this is mine, I have to think about my partner from now on. No further questions. Let's finish this early. And then a fight then breaks out as they go to pose for pictures. Um, Nakajima um, kicks them as they start to pose, puts them in a front chin lock, and then starts just throwing multiple knees to the midsection, throws them on the ground. Kitamiya charges them. And then they, they're, they're wrestling and scrawling around, like going all over. And then Nakajima um, grabs them in like a front chin lock, starts throwing a bunch more knees to the chest. Picks him up and oh. then just forearms him and he falls on the ground and he's just, he doesn't get back up then. And then Nakajima's just laughing at him. Hmm. That I, sounds, that sold me more than whatever the hell I skip out on Monday and Fridays. Yeah. Hey, I don't want anyone to be involved. I wanted to just settle it between the two of us. So let's be in a cage so there's no unnecessary pieces. Oh, you want to talk about when you first started? Why don't you shave your head and go back to the beginning when I beat you? Oh, well, your fans, are they going to cry? I still like, no matter what, asshole, I will do it. Fucker, if you become shaven, will all your followers cry and mourn? It's <laughs> so funny. He just randomly called him fucker in the middle of this press conference. <laughs> and Nakajima the whole time is doing that smug look, and he's laughing as he's talking, you know, just calm, mm. cool, and collected. And Nakajima's all irritated, or Kitamiya's all irritated in his suit. And, and as they start walking, he just drops the title and just starts beating the shit out of Kita. Like, I am so jacked for this. Nice, nice. Um, I think it's the 26th of June is when it's going to happen. I'm done with that. Uh, yeah, I, oof. Yeah, again, sold to me way more than a lot of the shit that I see here stay tonight. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Oh, man. Um, you know what else could be awesome? Uh, also, the day after... 
Riot, New Japan is coming back uh, after our, you know, in and out discussion of New Japan. Um, Dominion 2021 is happening. Of course, Will Ospreay vacating the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, uh, which now will be a match determining with the Rainmaker, the longest reigning champion, correct, in New Japan history? Um, Or just defense-wise? He has the most defensive. He might have the longest. I, I'd have to really think into it. Because Zuchiko um, Okada vying for the vacated title against the man who put the champion on the shelf. Uh, but judging from those x-rays, it looks like it might have been from years of wear and tear uh, for Sil Billiam. But uh, Shingo Takagi Can I say something about that? About yes. the, uh, the picture? Yes. He, he showed us the... By the way, there's only five matches at Dominion I'm looking at. Isn't this at a dome? Yeah, this is at Osaka Joe Hall where they do it every year. Oh, I was thinking of the other ones. Never mind. But yeah. Will is the Ice Ribbon sell New Japan yet again? <laughs> so he posts he posts a, a neck x ray. Yes. Okay. Is it his x ray? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean he's he's a paid liar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody pointed that out, and I was like, "You're not wrong. This guy's it, paid to work people." Yeah, yeah. That's true. Now I'm going home. I'm not doing the tour. Kiss my ass. There's the title. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I'm just saying, man. It's, ah, it's so weird. Is Shingo going to pull off the upset, man? Are we finally going to make our dreams realized? Or is Gato, and to a lesser extent, the injured Jado, realized the error of their ways and should have kept Okada as champion for seven years strong? <laughs> I think Okada wins because that was the plan anyway. This company doesn't deviate from the plan most of the time. You know, you know what I mean? Just alterate. Yeah. Just modify when needs Look, to. New Japan is getting a lot of criticism, as we know right now. We always we love New Japan. We want to succeed, but we are like, I mean this this card is like, okay. I'm burnt <laughs> out of the mediocrity. I mean, look, you know, I, like, I, like I want to talk about the main event more than the rest of this. I'm just going to say this real quick. Show Yoshihashi, Tom Ishii, Goto, and Tanahashi against Evil Yujiro, Chase Owens, Ishimori, and Fantasmo. Whatever, right? Honestly, you know what I would like to see out of this match? Why don't you give me Ishii versus Evil or Ishii versus, I know it can't happen, but LP. LP doing yeah. some great stuff with Impact. Do, you know, mix it up a little. Throw a few, like you said, five matches. Throw a few of these as single matches. Then. Yeah. Why, why can't we have Show versus Ishimori? I'm down for that. You know, like, why can't we do something? Like, I, I, I'm not going to say let's have Yoshihashi and Yujiro or anything, but... I'm, I'd know, be fine with a Hashi Fantasmo because LP would talk that shit. Yeah, that, like, and it would you be could great. do some more of this stuff. Then, mm-hmm. And then it, Bushi, Sonata, Naito against Taichi, Duki, and Zack Sabre. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll watch that match. <laughs> I don't and I'm an LAJ lifer, but I don't think I'll watch yeah. that match. Like, I, I love, love me some dangerous seconds. You know, Sabre and Naito, give me them one-on-one. And then do Bushi and Snot against Dookie and Taichi, and then I don't have to watch it. 
Bro, I mean, Taichi was on my most improved, most whatever list <laughs> yeah. last year. and Tag champs again. I dig them. I mean, but yeah, I, I might bypass that match. I like how at the road to Dominion, they had, they just swapped titles back with G.O.D. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, tag division sucks. Typical New Japan tag team. <laughs> and you thought Vince McMahon hated tag teams. Come on. <laughs> and the Bookers oh. are one of the most infamous tag teams in all yeah. of the pure lands. They're called the, but they can't book it to save their life. The world-class tag team was their tag name. Because they love world <laughs> I class. I did not know that. Yeah, that's they awesome. love world class. That's, that's, that's why awesome. they're Memphis, so Memphis. Um, down south there. Holy Yo, shit, that makes Toronto, sense. You know, that could be fun. Yo said mm-hmm. Show gets the first shot if he wins. Abushi Kaba will be fun. Oh, um, that, that honestly, besides the main event, of course, that's the match I'm looking forward to. Because yeah, it's going to be stiff. It's going to be feats of strength. And we're going to see some random... Uh, moderation of the tour of the <laughs> islands because I'm pretty sure Jeff Cobb is going to get that win. And like, and, and I was I forget because it sets up a new contender for the main event winner. It truly well, does. And Jeff Cobb, don't give us a Bushi again. Give us a no. Jeff Cobb to buy for that. I think that's the plan all along. That it would have been Okada going after Cobb because of the the Empire. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And, yeah. And like. Let's not forget that there's a chance that Cobb's in my match of the year this year because of the match yep. of Shingo. Him and Shingo. So, lot, lot with that. But I think the story is the Okada-Shingo. Okada, in the, in where I was going with this before, I was like, you know, let's just talk the rest of this card so we don't have to do it later since we, you know, we're, almost, we're getting out of yeah. time here. Um, Okada had an interview, and it was after, you know, all the people were starting to kind of talk shit and they were getting mad. And he said, just, 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 Trust me, I will beat Will Ospreay, and I'm going to bring this company back to the to the pedigree that it, that you're expecting of this company. I will personally make sure that you are happy. This to oh, me wow. says Okada's going that Okada in his head is going. All right, I've coasted for a while. It was fun while it lasted. Give me the belt back, and I'm going to put us at the top of the pillar again. And if you have a motivated Kazuchika Okada, I we've said. We've said ourselves years ago, 2017, that 2017 run. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, he he might be the greatest wrestler ever. Certainly of the decade of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's when he says, "Give me the ball." I don't know that money you. clip. That <laughs> money clip is tight. He's trying to get a new. Yeah, but you know what the best part of that whole money clip thing was over. He he evolved being able to finally adapt it and win with it throughout the G one. That was fantastic. And then finally, when it wasn't working against the guy like Shingo, he goes, "All right, I got to try to go back to it." And then he starts trying to lay him out with that Rainmaker again. Like, I God, he's so good. But it, oh, man. I just it, it it to me it feels like if it's the end of the game. And your your team is starting to starting to falter, and you got and you need heroic to happen. You give the ball to Jordan or Kobe, and they'll they'll, uh, they'll go. I'll just figure it out, and we'll win. <laughs> I mean, the match is going to be a banger. It's it's automatically on paper a seven star match. Yeah, but I just feel bad for Shingo to be just thrown again. Here's another L, like. Obviously, uh, it's not going to affect the popularity 
or his ring work, but it's just all of a sudden, when is it going to be believable? When is it going to be even like, all right, when he does finally win it, it'll be like, okay, it's about time. We should have saw that in 2021, not 2023. I, I think it's okay. You know, we, we saw Bushi never able to close it, then he finally did. You know, if anything, this put Shing- this I think almost was better for Shingo that this did happen because now the company is saying we are we are willing to put you in the in the main event of our second biggest show yeah. um, and fill that spot as the person who's gonna Okada needs somebody to, to win the title from. We chose you because we're that confident in you. Do you think they uh, Randy savaged it and and practiced it? And went move by move, so uh, Okada wouldn't go on the show. No, by no means. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. We love Shingo. You're you're not guilty of anything. Oh God, Shingo's one of my like favorite all time wrestlers. And I I still I I can just imagine him that day in 2009 when I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. And he's like, this is the third time in his head, probably. Like, you've come over here. And I'm like, oh, I love you. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, dude, That's this awesome. guy, we need to get this guy out of here. I, I'm just, I'm excited. I think this is going to be, I'm genuinely excited for the first, or the last two matches. Like, if I oh, miss yeah. the first three, so be it. I'll probably I'm, watch I'm intrigued it. by the junior. I'm, I'm the, the final three. Yeah, I'm that's fair. With. That's fair. You're right. I yeah. I'm not I gonna shouldn't... watch those first two. I'm I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> hey, look, I love Ishii, man. That's that's one of our guys, Big Tom. But it's just like ah. not when he's an afterthought, you know. Like yeah, crazy, crazy. <laughs> but this Okada shingle, man, and you know, you know, they're gonna go in there and go. All right, some people are having, you know, some people went, you know, the the consensus is like. Four and a half, four and three quarters on me and Will. Some of the people, there's people that think it was one of the greatest IWGP title matches in the history of the company. Like people, and, and, and I don't, I, I can't say I disagree with any of those people with how great that match was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Okada's going to go, let's top it. <laughs> True. And if, like I said, if there's one guy that I trust that's going to take that can, that can write this ship, it's him. Yep. Is, is no doubt. Osprey was doing great things, but a lot of the times we have said when Okada's not the champion, it just kind of feels a little wonky at times. It, it's almost like when we watch All Japan and we're like, God, they don't know what to do. Just put the title on Miyahara. He's the best wrestler in the world half mm-hmm. the time. Just give him the belt, let him put on banger after banger and draw crowds. Like, don't that try weird crowd. shit, you know? But instead, Suwama's been champion for 15 months, which is, you know, it's, it's I, I love Suwama, but, I mean, the dude's just, he's not the same, and, and I don't expect him to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's like, um, you know, like, if you're not going to do Jake Lee, just go back to Miyahara, you know? And it's like, <laughs> why are you putting the title on evil? What are you doing? Like, it doesn't make sense. Stop trying things. You know, it's it's not the right time to try things. things. <laughs> like, so I don't know. I just I, I I feel like I feel like every time I watch an Okada main event, I, I like I know he's gonna win, but I never know what's gonna happen and I'm just like so drawn in. 
because of his selling. It's, it's all about pumped. that final sequence, how hard oh that final five to ten minute stretch is. That's how you base these matches, especially New Japan. A lot of Piro, to be honest. Obviously, the psychology, you know, throughout, you know, you know, various moves uh, and or, sorry, uh, various, you know, uh, working of certain areas, you know, again, part of that psychology. But uh, honestly, what I've learned, what I realized, especially when we went on that sabbatical, I went on that sabbatical, you know, a few months ago, it was just because I was like, okay, so this is going to be on average a 35 minute match, but let's be real. It's only going to be good for the final 10 to 15 minutes because <laughs> they're going to stretch that shit out. It's like, you know, sports where it's like, okay, the fourth quarter, the second half, the ninth in, you know, that's what it boils down to, you know, like not, not the first three minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes even, you know, it always boils mm-hmm. down to that final sequence. But, you know, these two, it's going to be hard hitting. It's going to be stiff, you know, I, I, and it's, I'm looking forward to this. Shit. I, I just wish Shingo wasn't getting tossed in right away just to take another out. But I, I, get it. I, think- I understand it. You got to look at one positive too with this. Because it was either way about. with the dome show or with the uh, outdoor and then the second Tokyo Dome show, Shingo was going to take that L irregardless. You know, so yeah, which, it, it's something that we, that was foreseen. But it's just again, change it up, do something different, shock the world, shock Japan, have Shingo win, especially coming off of Dragon Gate heading into Kobe World. Not that they're saying they're as vindictive as the companies here stateside. But it's just like, how refreshing would that be? I and could spark a new chapter for Okada. And and to be honest, like I would, I wouldn't be mad if he won. To be to be fair, um, yeah. Uh, but you got to look too at it's it. Just and, why does it have to be that obvious? Is what I'm getting at. You know, it's just a, like why way, can't we have it? You can almost tell a way that it's not as obvious because the last time these guys wrestled, Shingo pinned Okada clean in the center of the ring. Yeah. So in lore, if you're looking at it like also a tournament though. Yeah, but I mean, Shingo Shingo took Okada and put him to sleep, put him out last time. No problem. Just get out of my ring. I'm I'm going to the title. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he. So I mean, if you're looking at that aspect, you know, last time they faced mm-hmm. off, Shingo. She go beat Okada's ass, won that match. <laughs> beat that ass. So if anything, Okada needs to overcome Shingo now. It's Ooh. it's less fifty, and it's it's less one sided than Osprey and Shingo, where Osprey just wins every time. Mm-hmm. Somebody on the the New Japan comments page, um, somebody said, uh, "No way Shingo gets the main strap before Sonata does." LOL. <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> I hope they've given up on Sonata because I have. God, yeah, he's gonna show back up in Noah. <laughs> Babe, go back to he's gonna try to start Russell one again with Muda. <laughs> That'd be insane. What if that? What if the, he's like, I'm too old to, you know, when he has the championship till you know mid 2022, he's like, I must pass this down to my, you know, my predecessor. Oh, no. And then Sonata comes out. No, <laughs> they did announce. Um, uh, I think it's uh, when is it? When is this? Uh, I think it's the 27th. Okay. Um, they're doing a. Uh, Atsushi Katoge is taking on the winner of the Noah Junior Rumble. 
So it's all the juniors are going to go for a battle royal. And also on that show, X is taking on the the great Muta. Really? So Muta is going to don the paint and the robe and the whole gimmicks, and he's going to take on some mystery guys of right now. Hmm. So that could be kind of interesting. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Um, did you want to talk warrior? Yeah, let's let's talk some warrior wrestling in my old backyard, Chicago Heights, Illinois, Marion Catholic High School. Steve and the wonderful gang over at Warrior Wrestling are continuing their wonderful initiative that they started last year with the stadium series. Uh, but of course, they have three events: June, July, and August, which is crazy because for the you know kind of the bachelor party, I'll be town on the 17th but i think the Sox game is a night game so i might try to swerve it and say hey why don't we all go to warrior wrestling because i'd be tight to see brian cage and leo rush which by the way ryan how do you think the interaction was backstage at double or nothing when leo rush ran into mark henry <laughs> well i guess they um they they figured they it, it all up. out yeah <laughs> No, I, I, guess, I just remember that earlier. I was like, wow, I wonder how that would have been. There was, there actually was, only, keep if you uh, keep going on the card if you'd like. I'll try to find this here. I thought, um, I thought I, I saw a Slammiversary is going to have limited fans. Yep, yep. I, I saw that a little bit ago. Also, one of the Forgotten Sons will also be forgotten on the Impact Wrestling roster. Yes, um, <laughs> As long as it's not Jake Cutler. Um <laughs> yeah, Warrior Wrestling handing out the title. <laughs> uh but Warrior Wrestling again. I'm trying to find the participants. Oh, where was my was that here? Damn it. Um Oh my god, I Re Mysterio now you the LWO angle could work in twenty twenty one. No. That's stupid. <laughs> Sorry. I, I now, Ray would never have a chance with me. <laughs> That's the only reason I said sting? it. Like, that was it. Just sing. That was, that, that was it. But no, you ruined it forever. Um, <laughs> but what I am getting at is here we are. Uh, wonderful matches here. Of course, uh, the one I was getting to, the Lucha Libre War of Attrition match. To crown the first ever Lucha champion, which is a very high uh, Hispanic population, as Ryan knows. He saw the audience go wild in our first, uh, which was the second Warrior Wrestling event. Uh, and, and it was awesome to, to see that rowdiness from my hometown of peoples. But Laredo Kid, our Miss Arez, Ryan's favorite, Black Taurus, my favorite, yeah. Gringo Loco, Dragon Bane, Kenise Lupus, and Golden Dragon. And what should be a banger of a match here. Something else that also can be a banger. Matt Cardona taking on Sam Adonis, uh, you know, especially kind of reeling off of that uh, chair shot hurt around the world from a few wrestling, warrior wrestling shows back then. But this could be fun, you know. Uh, of course, FKA Zack Ryder, but I, I think this will be a pretty, pretty fun match. Warhorse. Taking on Jake something. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jake something, by the way? 
Yeah, he's he's not a bad worker. Um, I'm they glad do. he's not he's not doing the the Beaner thing anymore or whatever the hell he was doing in Impact because <laughs> like what a waste. But he he's he's done a lot of really good stuff in uh, AAW or AIW or whatever that is in uh, in Illinois too. Oh, um, good, he is, good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a I think he's a local guy for you guys. He's he's a good worker though. Nice, nice. Casey Navarro will take on Cole. Orad Rick, and what's great about Warrior Wrestling cool, on the show Hell in the yeah. past is um, the emphasis of the younger talent, and essentially kind of like what GCW does. You know, just they don't run as frequent, but you know, it it spotlights younger talent and and kind of you know makes the buzz, you know, kind of start going for a lot of this talent. And you just mentioned Cole uh, Cole Rick. Uh, explain to the audience what's what's the uh, Excitement there. Uh, he's he's just been doing. He does a lot of GCW and a lot of those kind of shows. And okay, it's it just it's just cool seeing you know a guy get you know, a get a working other territories other than the East Coast. And I was just more like, oh, Cole Radrick. That that, uh, that blows my mind. I was a match that should blow. <laughs> a match that should blow a lot of people's minds. Congo Kong taking on Beast Man. The battle of the well, beasts uh, in a uh, big man clash. Uh, Diana Parazzo, Parazzo will be taking on Ray Lynn. Um, any thoughts on on Ray Lynn? I I don't. I've heard of the name, but I don't really know a lot about Ray Lynn. I don't think. In the semi-main event, <laughs> champion, which, by the way, at the Stadium Series, they will have the Foam Warrior Wrestling Belt, which is a very cool championship title design. Um, but champion, Trey Miguel, uh, who also uh, explained on Twitter, this is why I didn't head over there. Mismanagement, yada, yada. Pretty much just calling them a bunch of incompetent assholes. Uh, we'll take on my favorites from a bunch of GCW shows last year, Lee Moriarty. This yeah. match will definitely be uh, a showstopper, show stealer, and will catch a lot of people off guard on its athleticism. In the main events, women's warrior wrestling champion, a smiley, a Kylie Ray will take on Holiday as a replacement for, I believe, uh, Thunder Rosa, which that match will happen down the line, depending on if Kylie Ray, of course, I believe, keeps that championship to the third show in August. Because uh, they're wrestling in NWA. Or uh, <laughs> I think news on, on Holiday. Uh, Holiday, she's she tags with Thunder Rosa, I believe. Almost, okay. Uh, almost has the same Similar gimmick. look. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, not sure why Thunder Rosa isn't in the match. That, that sucks. Uh, AEW pulled a few of their talent. Brian Cage was one of them. Uh, I believe there was a one or two more uh, for this event just due to taping, um, you know, kind of conflict. So they're pushed to future shows. Weird. Again, How can AEW pull an NWA contracted wrestler? No idea. Because she's Corgan's. Well, they must have a handshake deal like Leo Rush does. That's why he's facing... Cage at the uh, July show. Um, shout out to Andrade suplexing Flair. That was kind of funny. Wow, um, Lee Moriarty is uh, officially MLW. Tight. Yeah, 
I'm I'm, ex- I'm gonna start watching MLW on the season. Oh, Tuesday. when it comes to Vice, I, I've been catching a few of the uh, the replays on Saturdays. So the uh, Leo Rush Marche Rocket match from a couple weeks ago was great. Hmm. Um, so Leo Rush said, for those of you wondering, yes, me and Henry had a long in depth conversation last night. Looking forward to the future. Good, good. So I guess they squashed everything. Hey, that's locker. that's great news. We'll we'll take that. Well, awesome. A lot of fun wrestling that we watch. A lot of fun wrestling we're going to watch. Of course, get the fun banter analysis every week, which we're going to be coming back. I'm getting my, my poop in a group here. So uh, definitely check us back when we'll have a plethora of shows. Um, God, what do we have? One, two, three with the uh, King of Gates finale that we'll get to. Yeah, we have about possibly four shows. So be on the lookout next week, wherever you pod your cast, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, yada, yada. Just search Strong Style Media in your Google machines or your search bars, wherever you pod your cast. Yet again, follow us on Facebook, WrestleCast Radio, Strong Style Media as well. And also ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. 1999, nine different designs there. And if you want to get into that summer shape, that hot dude summer I'm trying to get uh, into as Ryan has, uh, has definitely motivated me from the last picture I saw of him. Uh, so I'm definitely trying to get that. And repsports.com has got me on that way, especially without me not working out due to random, you know, sickness and being hella busy. I'm back on track with my wonderful supplements and nutritional items I got at repsports.com. Use the promo coupon WrestleCast for 15% off. With that, I want to lead us out one more time with the fantastic words of the Forbidden Door himself. We will see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Fans, as we set to go live on TNT tonight (laughs) with AEW Dynamite at 10 o'clock Eastern time, I introduce to you the CEO, the owner, the president of All Elite Wrestling and the Forbidden Door, Mr. Tony Khan. Thank you very much, Tony. I appreciate it, Mr. Shivani. And as we get ready to go live tonight on Dynamite on TNT, I just wanted to address, as the Forbidden Door, I read in the Observer today that New Japan Pro Wrestling apparently has had talks with WWE's president, Nick Khan. Well, Nick, I have to say, if you've been talking to New Japan Pro Wrestling for two months, you've gotten a lot done. Just in the last two weeks, I've had Yuji Nagata, Ren Narita, and Rocky Romero on AEW. I've reunited Rapungi Vice. I've had the New Japan IWGP US champion, John Moxley, defend the title successfully on our show, retaining it. And I have future plans with New Japan Pro Wrestling for the US title. So you must have really gotten a lot done in the two months, Nick. In fact, I think there's only room for one Khan in the wrestling business, Nick. And it's me. It's Tony Khan. It's not some con man from Connecticut. Have a fun show tonight, Nick. See you on Dynamite. <laughs> wrestling Games Radio, we're out. <laughs>